Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. It's me, Amanda Garcia. <laughs> Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Excitement time. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Clam down. Pirates are going dancing, baby. They picked us last. They picked us last. And now we're going dancing. We're going dancing. How about those friggin' pirates? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live. We have a very aggressive open now. Clip Brock here inside the Pirate Radio Studios on a Monday, a victory Monday, coming off an ECU baseball sweep. We'll talk about that inside the Delcor Players Lounge today with three pirate pitchers we'll tell you about that in just a moment thanks for tuning in on pirate radio 92.7 fm in greenville 104.1 in washington you can find us on 1250 930 also online pr927fm.com and watch the show on facebook live and youtube thank you to the folks that were hanging out with us late night saturday night on our ecu women's basketball watch along the game didn't go like we wanted but we did have a lot of fun so thanks everybody for hanging out with us and you can hang out with us today get in your questions or comments for the ecu baseball players or whatever else is on your mind from march madness to ecu spring football got a whole lot going on and we'll talk about it all here on pirate radio garrett sailor joining us to kick things off he will join us here to kick off hour number one carter spivey joining us in hour two and josh gross got the w yesterday he'll join us in hour three brian bailey also a part of today's show we got shirley rhodes chandler honeycutt the big dog glenn griffin here with us as well and your comments and uh, right now we'll welcome in east carolina starter reliever wherever you need him garrett sailor joining us garrett how you doing man doing good appreciate you joining us coming off two good midweek starts for you we'll talk about that but first let's talk about what happened most recently beat a uh, very good team this weekend very good hitting team Mm -hmm held their bats at bay very good pitching weekend got the sweep over missouri state uh, you guys had to be fired up after that Yeah, it was a great win uh we knew they were a good opponent coming in um so we had to stick to a strict game plan and um i felt like we stuck to that all weekend uh hitters did their job this weekend and then obviously uh pitchers did their job too it was a uh team win across the board all weekend long 16 and 4 after 20 games Garrett, do you look at that at all i know you look at your individual performance how you're doing how you can get better how about overall as a team 20 games in 16 and 4 yeah. that, that make you smile yeah, yeah yeah of course it does i mean uh winning games is not easy in college baseball so um yeah we're not we're not really focused on the like our overall record but uh we're just focused on winning baseball games Garrett, let's talk about uh, your performances the, during the midweek since we've last talked to you. You got the start against Queens, I believe, and uh, that you faced the, that Bagwell kid who yeah. decided to throw 129 pitches, I believe, and yeah. uh, almost went the distance. Pirates able to get to him, get to the bullpen, win that game uh, as they do. But you yourself, I know you got off to a bit of a, a struggle mm-hmm. early and and then kind of the garrett sailor story this is what he does bounce back yeah. face adversity and able to to gut out more innings keep your team in the game and it led to a win yeah i think uh yeah those first two innings i wasn't myself and then um that third inning i kind of kind of got pissed off and uh hit a groove and went from there 
How about uh, the start against William and Mary? Uh, seven strikeouts, no walks. That's uh, yeah. that's a number you want every game, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, I don't really care about the strikeouts, but I do care about the walks, and um, I, I want my walks to be low. So uh, I'm just focused on attacking the zone and uh, letting the hitters get themselves out. You got you gave up eight hits. How many of those were like solid contact hits? Um, there, there were a couple that were solid <laughs> yeah. contact hits, but I mean, you did have a couple that found holes, but. I mean that's going to happen in in baseball. Like Josh Moylan yesterday, four for four. Yeah. Uh, what three doubles, two doubles, and two singles, yeah. and two of those were bloops that yeah. he'll take, right? Well, yeah, it happens. I, mean, I would I would definitely take. It. <laughs> uh, and I guess the flip side of that is when you give up solid contact, and mm-hmm. Amag makes a stab down at yeah. third, or somebody make a Riley Johnson makes a great catch, right? Yeah, our defense is is great right now. Um, it's easy pitching knowing knowing that they're going to make the plays behind you. And another thing you want to do midweek, you want to win the game, you, you want to have a good performance, but just eating innings, getting to the sixth inning is huge, especially in a five-game week yeah. for you guys, right? Yeah, you, I mean, usually midweeks are, are a staff day, um, but we've we've played some midweeks uh, now that we're um, pitching into the sixth inning, which is it's good. It saves our bullpen for the weekend, um, but yeah. And throwing 82 pitches. Do, when you go out there for a midweek start, does – cliff or uh, ak do they say all right give us two give us three or do they say here's the ball get us what yeah, you can yeah it's it's get what you can but um coach g makes it emphasis about just closing out innings so i'm going out there thinking i'm just going to throw one inning and if if i have enough i'll go back out so um that's kind of my mindset is just going inning by inning and man that has become a trend with this team you during the midweek and then we saw you savage go mm-hmm. lengthy the other night um saw gross yesterday do the same thing carter spivey goes five which is a yeah. you know a pretty good number as well you get yeah. that quality start mm-hmm. so that has been a, a very good trend for this ECU yeah, pitching it's staff. awesome i mean la- last year we kind of struggled with that um we we had to go to our bullpen quite a bit last year um but this year I mean Trey Spives and, and Gross. It's um, it's that it's awesome seeing them go out there, go in the distance, uh, and it saves our bullpen um, throughout the season. So yeah. Each of the starters on the weekend go a hundred plus pitches. You went eighty plus uh, during your midweek start. Does the number increase as the year goes on? Does it yeah, arm I mean, feel any different? I mean that was only my second start of the year, so. Um, trying to trying to still do the ramp up process uh definitely ak didn't want me to throw 100 pitches which that would probably killed me but uh yeah it went 60 against queens and then 80 uh the next week so yeah uh and were you available this weekend yeah i was um i wasn't available on friday or saturday but i was on sunday okay and uh Groves did most of the work yeah, on yes sunday and yes uh which means you will be available do you know if you'll be getting the start on wednesday um i no no i, have, yeah. I don't know you'll find out yeah at some point yeah find out today or tomorrow and uh another big league park come our uh, minor league park coming up for you guys it'll be a, a big game against campbell uh, down in Fayetteville, kind of in Chandler's neck of the woods. Chandler, you're going to be going to that. Have you been to that ballpark before? Yes, I have. It's a uh, it's the Fayetteville Woodpecker Stadium. It's a single A uh, stadium, but man, it's a beautiful ballpark. They've got a, uh, a a bar in right field, and it's right there in the downtown area of Fayetteville. So you guys will like. It. Have you ever been there? No, it's new, isn't it? Yeah, it's about I would say three, four mm, years. Yeah, ago. yeah. I've never been there, but I've looked it up, and it looks pretty nice. Yeah, so. I think you guys are going to enjoy playing there. And it's probably going to be another example, too, Garrett, where you leave the friendly confines of Clark LeClaire mm-hmm. 
and you walk into an environment that is mostly pirate fans yeah like yeah. you've done that a it's, lot this year right it feels like every game <laughs> like it's it's weird man but it's it's awesome uh our fans are great uh and it's great having them support us even on the road yeah and uh we saw that in chapel hill which mm-hmm. there were a lot of tar hill fans yeah. but uh ton of pirate fans saw it i'm sure uh when you played against queens which after the game yes. they even flashed up pirates win yeah, and i guess yeah. it was a neutral site yeah it was cool yeah. yeah they flashed up pirates win and then they they had like the led lights that yeah. flickered even so, in the duke game uh mostly we, pirate fans yes mostly so, pirate fans uh just uh great to see the pirate support and uh folks were out there in the cold uh this weekend when uh, those Missouri State bats went cold. So they had, I think, what, 30 home runs coming in maybe and left Greenville with 30 home runs. Yeah. I mean, just uh, yeah. pretty impressive to, to quiet those bats. Yeah, I mean, our pitchers did a good job. Uh, AK had a good plan for us. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they're, they're a really good offense, but um, I, I felt like we um, held our own this weekend with them. And every week it seems like the Pirates make a rally, and we talk about it every Monday, whether we're talking to you hitter, to the hitters or mm-hmm. you pitchers, that you got in that situation on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You're behind, but, I mean, the mood in the dugout had to be, yeah. we're going to win this game. Yeah, I mean, we've I think we've come from behind in like eight games of our 20 or, or something like that, but um, I, we, we never count ourselves out. Uh, we, we know we're, we're going to find a way we know we can find a way so yeah and it's not the only way you're winning games friday uh pitchers duel and mm-hmm. your savage does his job the bullpen does their job mm-hmm. and you end up having to hang on to a lead and kind of the same yesterday where you guys pile up some runs towards mm-hmm. the end and make it look like a a blowout but mm-hmm. uh you guys are finding different ways to win ball games yeah i mean it's definitely not easy to win college baseball games but yeah we're finding our way uh we tend to to um feed off of like one base at a time so um and that just goes a long way uh with this program garrett sailor joining us if you have a question for garrett or a comment you can get it in now we'll read those a little bit later on in our segment but uh a couple other news and notes congratulations trey savage the pitcher of the week in the american um i think josh Groves took those honors last week so y'all are just trading that around yeah. like the 90s braves yeah. were yeah. trading awards mm-hmm. uh with uh glavin maddox smoltz um and also east carolina in the top 10 staying in the top 10 in d1 baseball and did i see in the top 10 now for baseball america yes i believe and a lot of pirate fans say baseball america hates east carolina at all that well now they can't do anything but put them up there in the polls again this is for people listening not for you garrett i know you don't care about this stuff no not at all doesn't matter where you are now matters uh where you are at the end i went to um man it was a lot of fun last sunday to go to the women's basketball ncaa selection show reveal Mm -hmm. and we were in that same room you guys were in when you found out that you were a national seed last year and similar circumstances where we knew both in that baseball selection show and the women's show that east carolina was getting in we just didn't know where Mm -hmm. but the how about when you saw that well let's go back to that how surprised were you that uh you guys were top eight or or not maybe not how surprised but like how amazing was that to see that you were top eight it was amazing to see that i mean i don't i wouldn't say we didn't think we could be in it but um but yeah, it was it was awesome to see that we were a national seed. You're definitely thinking we're going to host a regional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we obviously thought we were going to host a regional. Um, we didn't know we were going to host a super regional, so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, you see that moment, and um, how quickly does it go from celebrating to all right, let's let's focus? Did Cliff let you 
yeah, cheer I mean, for a little while, yeah, a couple had, days, or yeah, we had that day, um, because yeah. we had that day. And that was a Monday when mm-hmm. you guys do it. Yeah. yeah, we had that day to cheer about it, and then uh, practice on Tuesday. Yeah, and get right back to work and. Uh, what a fun couple of weekends that was in Greenville. We hope to have that coming up later on this calendar year uh, if the Pirates can keep on rolling. All right, Garrett Saylor is here. Once again, if you have a question, get it in. We've got uh, a few uh, questions on Twitter we're going to get to. Um, and I have a question that I've been meaning to ask you since the beginning of the season. I forget every Monday. This kind of goes along with that. Uh, but Chad says, Garrett, are you a hat guy or a shoe guy? Hat guy. Yeah, hat okay. Guy. It's with. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It could be both. Mm-hmm. But uh, how many how many yeah. hats do you own? Do you think? Oh, I feel, I kind of feel like I'm a hat and shoe guy because I have a lot of shoes. Um, I probably have maybe 15, 20 hats. Yeah, that are in the rotation that you can uh, wear. Usually, it's it's like a rotation between five. Yeah, I, I got, got some you. old ones that I don't wear anymore. You got to narrow it down. Yeah. How about the shoes? Like, what kind of uh, what are your favorite shoes that you own? Um, the on clouds are the shoes that i've been wearing recently they're most comfortable with those i got some adidas shoes but yeah, yeah right. those are kind of my rotation my question is it's a moldy park question first of all what color is your glove color um well i on the website when i was designing it, it said mint green okay so when i got it it was like teal yeah but now now it's kind of like faded into back into the mint green <laughs> the one I, all right like question I, two why the the green um, uh cooch got a mint glove last year and i really liked it and i was like ah this is last year kind of want to go all out so went with the the mint green okay all right and that's what i I was gonna say so you guys do they like bring gloves to you no um we so with our deal with rawlings um they send out a link and then we go on like the glove customizer and okay. you can customize it like on a laptop on a phone so what all are you customizing within the glove uh we customize the web the color of the glove the stitching the laces uh the patches wow mm-hmm. yeah we customize the whole thing does it have like your name autographed on it we, or anything yeah you can put that you can yeah. customize it like that yeah all right cool cool um what's the best way to break in a glove how do you break in your glove i just play catch with it like okay. some some people well, i um i used to run it under like hot water okay. just to um form it and then i just play catch with it but i don't i don't like when i see people steam their gloves that kind of just ruins the leather um i don't like hitting it with a mallet i just <laughs> so, some people some of the guys on the team will go to the um the hitting indoor and just catch balls off the machine to break oh them. yeah that makes sense so, yeah I, that, that used to be fun getting a new glove mm-hmm. and then i don't know you like put a ball in it tie a rubber band yeah, around I, I, it that my stuff. dad used to do that for me when i was young yeah we're old yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's yeah. old school way of yeah. doing it like drive over with a car or something like yeah, that i've seen that um and then that was getting a new glove that was fun and then i i got a wilson a2000 that i used mm-hmm. like ever since i went from like little league to the big ballpark mm-hmm. basically babe ruth in high school and just having that same glove for like 10 years yeah. was awesome too yeah, i've had i've yeah i had one of those gloves when i was young um but now like we get a new glove every year yeah so and you're you're i mean you filled your position you take pride in it but you're not getting a whole lot of balls hit your way (laughs) so it's about looks at this point almost that's right all right there's the story behind the mint green teal back to mint green glove coach he doesn't like it (laughs) he he just said as as long as i pitch good yeah uh, 
You start yeah, giving up care. hits and walks, you're going to have to go to a brown yeah, I'll boring to, I'll glove. I'll go to my, my last year glove. What uh, You got the white-ish cleats what is it, um, or this year, or what are you wearing this year? Uh, I'm wearing, like, they're, like, white and purple. Yeah. Like, mostly purple. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, and you guys choose your own cleats, too? Uh, I mean, Adidas gives us, like, cleats, to, but we, we don't we don't get to customize our own cleats. But, yeah, they just give them out. Um, before the season starts um saw you break out the pinstripe jerseys this week while we're talking fashion i have heard in fact spencer brickhouse i think talked about this that they are some of the most appealing to look at for pirate fans pirate fans love them i've heard they were a little uncomfortable is that uh, true I, to mean, you I mean they're they're a thick jersey i mean i definitely think they look good um but they're one of those like anytime we wear like a full button down jersey it, it tends to like come out at like you have to constantly like keep tucking it in but i mean i don't i don't have a problem with them and i believe it's the first time we've talked since you guys broke out the um powder purples Mm -hmm. in fact good job keeping that under wraps we were here two mondays ago about to wrap up the show and chandler saw it on social media and uh you and spivey and Groves didn't say anything about it no. so good good no. work well, by Gro- you guys Gross didn't even know about him <laughs> and he was upset he wasn't in the promo yeah i think it was you uh and a couple i was two other players hoover and, was hoover in it yeah and jc yeah that i think one that's yesterday it. that was good i liked that one. Oh, the video yeah the video. yeah that was good you couldn't see josh moylan in a sombrero but Moylan's he was in, in the room Moylan was in there we're gonna no, have to I do another one with one. him because it was hoove up front uh jc myself chandler and there's a man in the back with a sombrero jumping up and down that's moylan hoove was in it too hoove is right up front uh, to, yeah i really only saw jc <laughs> yeah. he kind of stole the show hoove was right up front i gotta go back and watch it then i'm surprised with a man of the stature of hoove you didn't yeah. see him yeah big, big fella. <laughs> all right um let's see uh adam so i saw this with uh i feel like this is a sacrifice thing because i saw it with a bunt too but Adam says, I noticed after a Hoover sack fly RBI, he was picked up and carried back to the dugout, high-fiving everyone. Is that something new or improvised on the spot? Uh, it's, it, we used to do – I remember my freshman year when we did it. But, um, like, after somebody gets, like, a sack RBI or RBI, sack fly, whatever it is, like, we go and pick them up, like, meaning we go and high-five them, congratulate them. But um, we've kind of just kind of made it into a joke, like, literally pick them up. Yeah, so we had Jake Hunter do that. Uh, Figuratively picking them up, now literally picking them up, like they pick the team up. Um, I used to love the sacrifice would get the mini traffic cone too. Well, I mean, we can't use props now, so yeah. Now, which if you saw our video, that's what we were making fun of uh, earlier today. All right, uh, good questions. If you got a question for Garrett Saylor, you can get it in now. Let's uh, take a break. We'll come back and uh, we'll ask some of those Twitter questions and look at the week ahead. Big one against Campbell coming up on Wednesday and then George Mason coming to town this weekend as uh, getting closer and closer to conference play. We'll take a timeout, come back. More to go. Pirate Radio Live, Delcor, Players Lounge Monday. Back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Order uh, Jersey Mike's subs on the mobile app and get delivery right to your home or save time and order ahead to skip the line to pick up from your nearest Jersey Mike's sub location. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. Intern Alexis just left with her scooter. She's about to scoot around downtown Greenville. I don't know. That's an interesting way to get around. I've never done that. I think it's pretty cool, actually. Other than like up and down the driveway as a kid, maybe. It's a popular thing on campus. Yeah. They used to have those scooters that you had to pay for. Do they still have those, Gary? No, 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 no. Uh, no. They, they got used rid to have of the them. bikes too. They, I, I remember the bikes. Well, they got because rid of those. apparently uh, some folks were People throwing them off of buildings and yeah. throwing them into the you river. You could hop on one of those little like robot delivery things. Uh, I was going to ask you about those. Getting anywhere anytime fast. <laughs> <laughs> have you used one of those to order food uh, or anything? No, uh, I'm not. Because, because I mean. It'll take you 45 minutes just to get your food because those things go about five miles an hour. Yeah. That Maybe is a that. whole nother level of laziness, in yeah. my opinion. Oh, yeah. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I saw I saw on Twitter like a couple weeks ago, one was in like the, the creek at the end of College Hill, at the bottom of College Hill. I saw one get run over by like a train. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very sad. Those robots have feelings. Yeah. <laughs> I apologize. I don't like it, man. I, I'm scared of robots taking over the world. I've seen too many. I've seen Westworld. I've seen iRobot. I've seen all those uh, sci-fi movies. We're getting closer to that being a reality, folks. I know humans ruin everything, but robots can too. All right. Let's uh, get back to Garrett Saylor, who joins us here in the Pirate Radio studios. We'll talk... Uh, March Madness brackets. What a fun four days of basketball. We'll update the Pirate Radio standings uh, in the bracket challenge. No real surprise who's on top, Garrett. But, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. some things <laughs> just the, it's the way it's supposed to be. Uh, but right now we're inside the Delcor Players Lounge. And, uh, Garrett, we like to take questions from the audience each and every week. A lot of food-related questions each and every week. Always food. Because that's something we all have in common. We all eat. Mm -hmm. So uh, people are interested about Uh, that. Love to eat. Uh, I love this question from Gay Stalling. She asked it last week uh, to the hitters. We'll ask the pitchers this week. What is your favorite home-cooked meal? Mm. Um, My mom makes a good poppy seed chicken. It's kind of like a chicken casserole. Mm. Uh, that's that was, that's probably my favorite home cooked meal. Could you uh, describe what's in the casserole? Um, so obviously chicken, and then it's like cream, something, something, some type of soup. Yeah, and then um, cheese and like breadcrumbs are all yeah. all over it. I could so, yeah. I could go for that. Uh, speaking of chicken, how do you like your chicken? Fried, baked, or grilled? Mm, probably fried. All right. I like fried chicken. But yeah, especially as a pitcher for ECU baseball. You get those 10 strikeouts. Yeah, I'll get a free chicken leg. Yeah, yeah, I'll steal somebody's ticket and get a free chicken leg. I was calling Josh Gross the chicken man, but he was the only starter this weekend that didn't uh, pitch on a 10 strikeout day. Yeah, he. Uh, I think he did last weekend. <laughs> yeah, he this, did. This weekend he only had five, which, yeah. which is fine. Uh, and we'll talk to him about that. I heard his post game with Coach O and Coach O pointing out how well he was you know, pitching to contact, soft contact, mm-hmm. weak contact. Mm-hmm. So. 
more than uh and how about you garrett uh, you'd like those ground ball outs you're also run yeah. up the strikeouts but hey however you get the out right yeah i mean when you get those ground ball outs pot fly outs your pitch count is more likely to be down which is which is good you get out of the inning quicker but i mean obviously strikeout's pretty cool too garrett uh you an android or iphone guy? iphone okay um toilet paper roll over or under we were talking about yeah, this talked uh, about this earlier uh, never really thought about it but i think uh over yeah i didn't think about it i didn't know it was a thing until working here at pirate radio and troy is a germaphobe <laughs> and it was and made sure that when you put the toilet and it makes sense now that i think about it you put the toilet paper roll uh in its holder make sure it's going over you're pulling it from over rather than under Mm -hmm. so there you go Uh, learn something new so one thing i've learned all these years being (laughs) on fire radio uh there's a question about uh message boards and hoist the colors garrett you don't bother yourself with that no although there are a lot of good hitting tips up there i must say yeah alec makarevich uh somebody got on him and then he went four for four with two home runs yeah i'm sure amac saw that (laughs) (laughs) and then this week uh somebody said we need to bench jacob jenkins howard uh coward alongside with lane hoover and then jc homered his next at bat so really it's all about motivating you guys that's what it's all about some of our fans can be a little ruthless 16 and 4 top 10 Mm -hmm. all these regionals and super regionals but uh yeah you got hoover 300 career hitter you guys can do better yeah i don't i don't want to i don't want to bench him okay jc's gonna have a good year too so i think so i think he's i think everybody's doing pretty good at this point uh and then ryan this is uh do you know this reference this is will ferrell doing harry carey on saturday night live in the 90s uh he says if you were a hot dog and you were starving would you eat yourself it's a good question Uh, yeah it's good i probably not uh if i eat myself i i die I right i mean i don't i don't know maybe like little bites at a time right yeah, yeah just kind of nibble yeah yeah just a little little nibble on nibble the on the arm yeah yeah i mean in that scenario do you still have like veins like what yeah what is the inyard of your hot dog skin mm-hmm. consist of yeah because if it's all just hot dog you could nibble for a while yeah before you lose everything so mm-hmm. great question uh good answer garrett Saylor. <laughs> Uh, if you guys have any feel free to chime in on facebook or youtube uh craig this is an interesting question uh what charity is most important to you and why do you you know there or let's say you uh one day have a financial windfall what would uh you donate your money to probably childhood cancer research research um i had a one of my best friends growing up uh we were 12 when he was diagnosed with uh brain cancer and he passed away when we were 14 hmm. but um yeah all right childhood cancer uh yeah great cause good answer um all right i'm gonna try to get garrett to answer this so he said this was craig said i know the next opponent is always most important but do you mind if uh we look at the schedule could you name an opponent you're looking forward to facing so campbell's number one yeah campbell yeah campbell is number one looking forward to facing um and then you got let's see you got another uncw yeah, I want, game I want, I want the revenge against uh uncw um nc state is always uh something to look forward to obviously that's right in conference odu um pretty good opponent always have a really good offense um i think charlotte would be is going to be a good game too we get to play that at um truest park and 
downtown charlotte which is awesome you got these these huge conference series going on but mm-hmm. we're talking about a lot of these midweek games yeah, these that midweek are games important. Are really important um and we're facing really good uh really good teams um but yeah uh, I, i've probably asked you this garrett who what team uh do you want to beat the most in the league who's the in the league the most chattery was it Tulane you guys said or who um, was it that you I mean la- last year we didn't have a good series against Tulane so yeah I think um going into this year we're gonna want to have a better series there um but yeah I think Tulane has been the most chatty like our, our I would I would say our conference is is pretty good with with stuff like that um but yeah Tulane would probably be what i'm looking forward to all right um so all right hey look thank you for answering that honestly but uh obviously the most important game uh is the next one. Oh, sorry that was adam uh who asked that question not craig craig you get no credit although your charity question was good too thank you uh for your questions today i'm trying to let me look back and see if we had any last week for the hitters that i can pass along to you guys uh from a week ago somebody asked about josh gross's grill chris cunningham wanted to know why his grill always looked that dirty no so. uh-uh. no, it doesn't. <laughs> no no gross me and gross actually he 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 cooks it but uh, i go over there over to their house like once a week we'll we grilled out a salmon the other night uh, okay usually usually it's steaks but he's, he's got a black stone but he keeps that thing clean all right so uh there's two sides to every story yeah sometimes three sides but <laughs> that's garrett's uh, opinion on the matter uh, this one got some controversy last week in fact they got cliff godwin tweeting about it mm. we asked the hitters uh the best uh, steve said the best player all time in each of the big four sports and we had a basketball debate going but let's run through those real quick first of all do you follow hockey at all no all right so we'll go wayne gretzky for that one he is the great one yeah obviously all right so garrett in your opinion best uh let's go football player of all time nfl player Mm. what position or like like all around see it's so difficult to do you could easily say brady because he has all the rings but i would say brady for quarterback yeah Um, how about best non-quarterback though in your opinion Mm. I feel like if Bo Jackson would have played for for longer, he would he would be the best. I like that answer. Um, Bo knows. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about baseball? baseball? MLB. Right now, right now it's Mike Trout, but all time. Um, One could argue. Yeah. By the way, Shohei Otani is the Sh- best player. Yeah, Sh- Shohei all all around best player probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then all time the guys went Babe Ruth. Uh, I think uh, Moylan might have said King Griffey Jr. I don't, yeah, I, I don't. I would not go Babe Ruth, just because it's different time period. Yeah, uh, tough to judge though. Moylan's answer is pretty. That's pretty good. I like King Griffey Jr. Griffey definitely made baseball cool when I was a kid. Uh, just the swing, the backwards yeah. hat. Seattle had like the cool uniforms and everything. Yeah. Um, all right, hoops. Best NBA player of all time. Uh, it's so it's so hard um but i i see like these videos all the time of like people comparing and there was one the other day it was about um they were saying like people aren't scared they respect lebron but they're not they don't fear lebron but they fear jordan so i think i think i'm gonna have to go jordan all right there you go some people like that answer some don't it is uh controversial because she will like that answer (laughs) yeah stay in his good side at least for the next few months all right um yeah, we asked the hitters. Martin uh, asked, "Do chicks dig the long ball?" 
I guess as a pitcher, chicks dig the the strikeout, yeah, the yeah. Uh, uh, the long ball. Yeah, I tell you what, dudes dig a ground ball to first, and the pitcher has to cover. Beautiful play in yeah, baseball. Yeah, I like that. Play. You guys do a good job. Y'all practice that a lot. Y'all do a great job. Yeah, we practice that a whole lot. I can tell. Yeah, y'all, it's routine mm-hmm. to you guys. Uh, Moylan flip to mm-hmm. the pitcher. Beautiful thing. Uh, let's see. Favorite sport to watch uh, or play other than baseball? So first we'll go watch. What's your favorite sport to watch other than baseball? Other than baseball. Um, I like college. Fo- I like watching college football. All right. Um, and then, um, oh, yeah, we've already asked you that. Yeah. I've asked you that two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Fair enough. Uh, what's uh, on your playlist right now, your go-to song? Mm. I don't know. The Morgan Wallen's new album is pretty good. I think uh, it's Hoover's new walkout. But Yeah, I heard that this one, weekend. 180 Lifestyle is pretty good right now. All right. Going with that. I saw. Does Taylor Swift have a new album, or is she just on tour? I saw JJ Watt talking about it. I like the old T Swift. The old T, the, old the new T Swift's not I, good. I, I I actually haven't heard it, but I like <laughs> I like the old T Swift. Uh, speaking of which, how did Pirate Idol go a couple weeks ago? We haven't got yeah, an update good. on that. It was good. Um, had some had some pretty good singers up there. Well, who was the standout? Standout. Ooh. Uh, who did we pick? That one. Uh, Willie Lumpkin wasn't bad. Uh, Jordan Little, Jordan Little surprised us. He he gave us a good show. What was the song? Do you remember? Um, no, I don't remember the song. Uh, Nate Chrisman, uh, freshman infielder, he did a really good job. Um, he was he got into it. All right, mm-hmm. I like. Um, by the way, speaking of walk up songs, I like Rasmussen's uh, Fergie. That is yeah. way out of left field. I I like it. I, all these new guys, the new hitters. Um, yeah. Di- I like Dixon's walk out. I like chrisman's walk up i'm just curious how somebody his age has a somewhat random fergie song from like the mid-2000s it yeah does. it seems seems kind of out of <laughs> it does but i enjoy it i like yeah, it yeah yeah i like it good stuff all right uh garrett uh big week on tap got some revenge uh against campbell coming up and then george mason this weekend but how about the uh camels what do you remember about the the first outing the six to five lost in extra innings yeah um I mean, they're they're a really good team. I think they're ranked uh, now, but um, yep. I mean, they're gritty, man. Uh, they always want to they always want to beat us. It's kind of it's kind of like a in state rivalry with them now. But um, yeah, I mean, la- the last time we played them, we we walked a bunch of guys and um, we didn't play play to our our standard. Um, and I think I know if we play to our standard, we have a good chance of winning kind of been a common theme it's easy to say it's very simplistic but avoid the walks you guys are beating just about everybody yeah yeah Yeah. i mean sometimes things don't go our way but yeah if we limit walks then um more likely to win ball games george mason coming in with a winning record this weekend sitting at 11 and 8 on the year and uh well uh, i know you learn more about the teams as we get closer to the games right so yeah, I, I I really don't know anything about George Mason. I think this will be my first time playing against them in my five years. Um, I know Coach P went to George Mason, so uh, but yeah, I don't I, I haven't really um, I'm not really focused on them right now. Uh, we'll focus on them after after we play Campbell. Take care of the Camels on Wednesday. George Mason coming up this weekend. Uh, Garrett, thanks for hanging out with us, man. Good luck this week. Keep up the good work, and we'll talk to you again soon. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, Garrett Saylor, Big 3-6, joining us here to kick off a 
Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live inside the Delcor Players Lounge. You can give them a call. 321-8868. The service professionals will take care of you if you need plumbing help, all your HVAC needs. Delcor, they've been doing it for a long, long time, over 50 years of experience. 321-8868. Visit online at delcorinc.com. Take a time out. Come back. Talk a little NCAA tournament. We got some uh, audio to get to as well from Mike Houston this weekend as week one of, well, the first half week anyway of spring football is in the books. We'll hear from Mike Houston, Mason Garcia, Jalen Johnson, and Julius Wood. We'll talk some NCAA tournament as well. Carter Spivey joining us in about 20 minutes. It's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC Care take care of it so you can take care of business. Uh, visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Flip. All right. Uh, get your questions in for the players who will be joining us on the Delcor Players Lounge on this Monday. Carter Spivey in about 15 minutes. And Josh Gross an hour and 15 minutes from now. Jansen, I missed your question to Garrett. I will ask the other folks. Uh coming in today your question was what is the greatest upset in sports history we saw uh, one just a few nights ago as fairly dickinson took down purdue also princeton now it's become commonplace to see a two beat a 15 but princeton taking down arizona was a shocker especially to me uh, having arizona so far in my bracket speaking of brackets shirley can i get a little uh ncaa tournament CBS March Madness music, please, ma'am, and thank you. Wow, they don't do that anymore. They don't break out the electric it's not guitar. Like it used to be. It just ain't as good as it used to be. Those were the good old days. Let's run down the uh, bracket standings here in the yeah, let's do it. Pirate Radio yeah. office. Coming in with 25 points in last place, Jenny Shelton. I think I could sneeze on a bracket and my snot particles form into letters and get 25 points. Coming in next to last place, Brian Bailey and that sort of thing. He's more of a women's tournament guy. He was covering ECU women on Saturday night, so I don't blame him. Coming in tied for eighth with 32, the big dog, Glenn Griffin. More like the little puppy. (laughs) And intern Carson. Where is that guy? Never even see that dude. He came to tribute that one night. Oh, yeah. No, he's been here. He's He's here? here. He's still here? All right. I'm just roasting everybody. (laughs) Coming in, it's uh, tied for seventh. Bah. I mean... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I yeah, can, yeah, no, no, no. I no, can yeah, tell yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't watch a lot of college basketball. Mike Mullis tied 
with Mr. Ivy League Princeton himself, Bryce Williams, who did have that pick. So I'll give him credit for that. Coming in and sixth, self-proclaimed sports guy, Chandler Honeycutt. More of a college football guy. Let's say you're a college football guy, not a college hoops guy. I'll take that, but I want to consider myself a – I want to be more diverse than just college. Uh, yeah, I know you want to, but there's a but difference. But if there was one sport that you're going to put a stamp on yeah. for me in college football, you tell me college football, I'm fine with that. All right. Put a stamp on that. Uh, coming in at fifth, more of a sports guy, more of a college hoops guy than Chandler Wes Hines with 35 points. Tied for fourth, soup boy Patrick Mason, Stephen Igo from Hoist the Colors, and Hunter Ellerby, former bracket champion. Coming in tied for third, Morgan Ehlers and Jonathan Ellerby. Second place with 39 points, sports gal Shirley Rhodes. You know it. Well, that means, I guess I know. There's only one name left. Only one name who has scored more than 40 points. One name, seven points higher than second place. And that would be, and look, this is not a horn toot situation. This is me reading the standings as they are. Clip Brock, 46 points. Dominant effort in the first two rounds of the NCAA tournament, lapping the field. Now, Keep in mind, okay. There could be a shuffle at the top. Sure. Because you only have two of your final four left. Very correct. So do I. Okay. But you have Texas winning. Mm-hmm. I have Alabama winning. Yeah. So there is a possibility I could overtake you for the championship. Sure. But it is a long shot. I'm not, I don't think I'm in a great spot here with Texas going all the way. I still have Gonzaga as a Final Four team as well. My right side of the bracket was almost perfect. I missed one game, and then I left a game blank. Yes. and see, I gave that, you all a free space. Yep. You lost two points by not having a winner identified in the bracket. Yeah, the Pitt-Creighton game, I did not pick a winner. I was waiting to see what would happen in the first four with Pitt, and then I picked Pitt to win their first round game and for some reason didn't pick the next one. <laughs> so I lost a couple of points there. I could have even a bigger lead. And honestly, <clears throat> I, I and I actually surprised myself when I was checking the brackets this morning uh, to do our point totals because I honestly thought I my bracket had been obliterated in the first round because I had picked Vermont as an upset over Marquette. I had picked Providence to make a run. I should have picked Princeton instead. Um, I was like, what if I met Princeton and just picked Providence? But either way, and of course, uh, you know, Virginia got me. And uh, there was one other team. Oh, Duke. There were so many upsets, though, that everybody's bracket was busted. Oh, yeah. But I really thought mine took a nasty, you know, tumble. And I was like, watch me end up dead last. And thank goodness I'm not. I went into a complete basketball hibernation. I came up for air Saturday night to do the women's watch along and Sunday to do a little PA at Clark LeClaire Stadium. Outside of that, watched every game, had action on just about every game. 
and uh, it was fantastic. And I look forward to it again next year. Thursday is going to be awesome. The the West is absolutely tremendous. Stacked. Arkansas, who I, I love Arkansas, taking on UConn with Newton, the big dude, Sonogo. UConn is stacked. That is going to be an absolute war. And then more of a, a dainty war, a finesse war later that night. Gonzaga, UCLA. We have seen these teams play epic games in the NCAA tournament. You had the Final Four game from a couple years ago. And then when Morrison was crying on the court, I believe that was Gonzaga-UCLA. Yeah. When UCLA yep. came back to beat Gonzaga, and Adam Morrison was making that face because he knew he was going to get drafted by Charlotte and flame out and never do anything. <laughs> and uh, he was right. It all happened that way. I mean, some players peak in college and some don't. Yeah, and and that's fine. We're seeing a lot of those players in this tournament. Uh, like uh, Timmy from Gonzaga. I don't think he's going to be a great pro awesome college player uh you've got a lot of examples of that but man uh, i am really looking forward to thursday night with those two games specifically kansas state was really fun to watch take down kentucky yesterday they played michigan state 6 30 tbs thursday followed by fau and tennessee as the fairly dickinson run came to an end unfortunately last night uh, to the hands of fau friday I like this game just because San Diego State plays a style that is tough for teams. Alabama probably has too much uh, offensive artillery, but San Diego State, very good defensive team. They like to play their style. They just manhandle teams. Interested to see if they can out-physical Alabama. That's 630 on Friday. Chandler, we love the U this time of year. Yes, sir. Miami. Everybody, everybody said 12-5 give me drake over miami even me but chandler on uh what friday i said you know what chandler i know you're riding with them and i don't care what everybody says i don't care uh, about the experts calling this upset i'm i'm riding with the you the experts the people everybody they they tried their best drake 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 they knew how much we loved miami they yeah. knew how much we rode with miami in the past for the past couple of years they said for a third year guys come on don't do it and we say get off of me get off get get off of me we said we're going with the u baby give us the u plus the points and then last night i said let's you texted me or i texted you i said we got to ride with miami right Oh, I was already on it. Oh, and I, you was like, yep. And I said, let's do it. Miami Moneyline, book it. And we booked it. We, we booked, booked our it, trip we to out. the Sweet 16. Why do we like Miami? Because two years ago, we were on it from the ground floor when they were like a 13 seed in the ACC yes, tournament. they were the 13th they seed. Were they were playing the very first day. Yeah. It was day basketball here at the studio. <laughs> And we took them, and then we, gosh, for like four or five straight days, we took them. And then last year, we kind of picked up where we left off. and uh, Had well, a real I, chance I said, to win the ACC championship. Uh, I put a future yeah. on the Hurricanes, and they ended up making it to the semifinals of the uh, 
of the uh, tournament. I think they lost to Virginia Tech, who ended up winning the ACC tournament. Maybe I'm wrong, but could have been Duke. Uh, it could have been Duke, um, but they did lose, and then I might have bet on them a few times in the tournament, and doing the same this year. So a lot of fun. Well, if you're going to take them, you're going to get seven points on Friday because Houston is a uh, seven-point favorite in that one. Houston flexing their muscle down 10 at halftime and then came out and played Houston Cougars defense and, and got enough offense to get that win over Auburn, who was playing in front of their home crowd. Uh, 9 o'clock on Friday. This sounds more like a like chess national championship. Princeton and Creighton. Sounds very proper. Creighton, 9.5-point favorites. Uh, they took down Stite in the first round baby t went off had like 28 oh no he had more than that 29 uh he 30 he had i want to say like 32 or 33 points either way he had a heck of a game and but unfortunately and uh, you could see on the sidelines he was so unbelievably frustrated oh yeah it was punching a chair he punched a chair he i don't know what he was doing to a water cooler but I don't know if he was yelling at it or something. Yeah, but 32. 32, yeah. I 32 was like 32 or 33 points. In yeah. the win. But Princeton, or the loss, rather. Princeton and Creighton, they're going to be playing against each other. They're going to be yelling like very big words. <laughs> and instead of like, it's going to be like, excellent, fantastic. You're such an egomaniac. There's my layup, and I'm going to have a plethora of free throws. Furthermore sat language in that game in so doing is creighton a, an academic school or that to me they just kind of sound like it i know princeton is and then this one should be fun xavier can score a lot of points texas uh is a title contender they'll meet up coming up late night on friday so that is your sweet 16 as i will try to hold my lead in the pirate radio bracket challenge what is that upon you? Oh, that's just the eyes of Texas. Yeah. Oh. We'll talk women's hoops uh, later on in the show as East Carolina fell to Texas. I don't know if fail is the right uh, verb. But free fall. They're, uh, they're good. They're big. And they can shoot. They've got things you want to win in a basketball team. Big inside play. And we're, you know, dead eye from three the other night. Yeah. It was an onslaught. And they were very, very impressive, but doesn't take away uh, from what Kim McNeil and her team did this season, trying to uh, track down Kim McNeil and uh, get her on to, to recap the season. Uh, planning to talk next Tuesday to Mike Schwartz, recapping his first season here in Greenville and talking about the upcoming offseason. So got that coming up soon here on Pirate Radio. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Hour two, Pirate Radio Live. We'll uh, get your questions in for Carter Spivey and for Josh Gross, who will be joining us later on in the show. Chad wants to talk Panthers with Chandler. We'll do that when we have a moment as well. Brian Bailey joining us hour two. lot to do. I think we have a potential guest. Oh, we got a phone call before we go to break. All right, let's see what we got here. Caller, you are on the air. Who is this? Hello. Hello, Cliff. Now, what is it? Yes. You're on the air, bud. You're on the air. It's Bryce. Bryce. <laughs> what's up, buddy? 
I, I'm ashamed you didn't. You couldn't tell it was me by my voice. <laughs> I thought it was somebody doing a a character or something. That's how much of a character you are, Bryce. Honestly, that's how I sounded when he answered when I answered the phone and you said, "What's up?" And I went, "Okay, what? What do you want?" I thought he had a. <laughs> it sounded like he had a British accent. Clip. Hello. Hello. Clip. Hello. Hey, I was, I was obviously was tuning in and y'all talking about. You're supposedly in the lead. Supposedly? There's no supposedly to <laughs> He's it. He's calling you out. Uh, who, where am I standing? I feel like I've had some decent ups. Okay, I ran down the whole standings, and I gave you credit. I'm calling you Mr. Ivy League for your Princeton pick. Dang it. I must have tuned in just yeah. late. You're tied for seventh, Bryce. Dang Yeah, yeah. Chandler, who's Bryce got? Do you remember? Check Bryce's Final Four and champion real quick. Oh, that might not be good. But yeah, you got the upset, Bryce. You got Prince, and I and I was keeping you up to date on that the other day. Man, seventh. I was I was feeling pretty hopeful. I just had Arkansas beating Kansas. And all yeah. This and What's he got left, Chandler? He uh, he's got Arkansas. He's got Kansas State and Indiana in the championship game. Kansas State uh, still there. Kansas State still in the tournament, but Indiana is not. That's your champion. Yeah. Dang, Indiana, the whole Hoosiers let me down. Miami took them boys down to Chinatown last night. I shouldn't. I shouldn't have played my played my guess with the movie. Yeah, those were high school kids. They got lucky, and you rode you rode them too far. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! All right, hey. Hey, I, I just want to give a buzz. You coming in tomorrow? Uh, Yes, sir. Like snow on a log. Like a what on a log? A, a what? Snot on a log. Snot on a Okay. All right. Well, we'll see you then. Snot and all. <laughs> all right. There he is. Mr. Ivy League himself, Bryce Williams, joining us on the show. I gave him. He didn't hear me run through the standings, I guess. But I did give him credit. All right. Let's take a break. Carter Spivey warming up in the pen. Shirley, I want to compliment you on your hat. Is that Pitt Community? Well, yes. Yes, it is. I, I like that hat. What, Thank that you. That thing? This little thing? Yeah. It's cool yeah, I, I did uh, PA for Pitt Community College softball yesterday. <laughs> and uh, got a little swag from the coach who nice. happens to be a very good friend of mine. Very so nice. Very nice. Yeah. I like nice that. Hat. I like nice that. Hat. New lid. New All lid. right. Let's take a break. We'll come back. Carter Spivey joins us. Delcor Players Lounge. Back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor Program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs, and you can make a difference. Your tax-deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month, or you can make a one-time donation, and GUC will match all donations up to $20,000 each year. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Monday Delcor Players Lounge edition of the show. Josh Gross coming off a great pitching performance will 
join us coming up next hour talk to garrett sailor who has put together back-to-back solid midweek performances and carter spivey doing the job on saturdays and uh he joins us now inside the pirate radio studios carter great weekend uh sweep you had a great performance so uh everything's going good right oh yeah can't complain well that's right that's right (laughs) uh let's talk about back-to-back solid performances by you and i guess the 101 pitches thrown that's that's the most for the year so far that is correct i think it's the most i've ever thrown i think i got up to 98 last year i think at tulane so 101's a new career high in pitches all right uh does it feel any different to you today or honestly no i feel pretty good okay uh josh says he tends to be i guess a little sore the day after and then two days after he kind of feels it more than anything how about you when you you throw that outing like when is it most sore i guess uh the day after day after yeah i'm I'm a little different than most guys i get i get the most sore it's not even just my arm it's like my whole body maybe it's just i'm i'm an old man now but (laughs) but uh yeah usually the day after and uh you guys have one midweek game this week and it'll be on a wednesday you're used to playing tuesday so with no game tomorrow what does uh the schedule look like for you guys have a uh a crisp clean practice tomorrow get ready for uh for good game wednesday all right uh what's a crisp clean practice how long does that last for you guys uh probably about two hours and just get get some work in try not to be overly taxing on the bodies considering we played 10 uh 10 games the past two weeks but mm-hmm. uh just getting locked in ready to go for wednesday how about for you specifically uh knowing that uh, your number is going to be called again this weekend so what are you doing this week uh well today i played light catch uh tomorrow will be a little little heavier intensity catch um and then wednesday i'll throw a i'll throw a bullpen and kind of repeat that whole cycle and get ready for uh for saturday well two great outings since we last talked to you uh, carter let's go back to the previous weekend when you guys faced liberty and uh, you pitched game one of a double header on that saturday six innings of work just one earned four strikeouts one walk uh, a very good number which we'll talk about as an entire staff you guys have done a tremendous job these last mm-hmm, couple weeks but sure. what was working for you through 92 pitches that day went uh through six innings so how about that performance for you uh, i mean yeah it was a, it was a good week a uh, good performance but um i think the main thing is like as a starting pitcher is you're trying to just give your team a chance to win and throw a lot of strikes get get weak contact you know strikeouts are obviously a plus but at the end of the day it's about getting getting outs and as few pitches as possible and go as deep in the game as you can yeah four k's that day uh in the win nine strikeouts against a very good missouri state hitting team you go five innings allow two earned on just four hits and uh nine strikeouts to two walks another great ratio for you there yep same thing there um obviously missouri state's a really good uh really good team and you know, I was kind of trust the defense, throw strikes, and, you know, obviously had good stuff that day and was able to get a little bit more strikeouts. You want to, I guess, feel the same no matter if you're up there what the score is, but that was a game where runs were at a premium, mm-hmm. so you're you're trying to keep your team in the game, wait around. You know your offense is going to get there eventually. For sure. They do end up winning the game 4-3. to three. And then on Sunday, which there was a lot of runs scored late, but Gross is up there pitching with, say, a 4-5-6 run lead. Like, did, did you change anything when you're up by a lot to when you're when it's scoreless, or is it all the same? No, nah, you got to keep it all the same because the moment you kind of let the uh, I guess the conditions of the outing dictate how you pitch, that's when you get you get in trouble. So you got to keep the same mindset, the same mentality on the mound, and just keep throwing strikes. Let the defense do their job, and you keep doing yours. What were you doing uh, well in that nine strikeout, two walk, five inning outing on a Saturday? What was working for you? 
I feel like I did a, a lot better job of getting strike one, getting ahead early in the count, so that way they're more on the defensive, um, and then I can get get them, you know, off balance with two strikes or whatever, and, and put them away. Uh, what was it like watching uh, your cohorts, Trey Savage and Josh Groves, go to work this weekend? All you guys had stellar starts. No, it's it's really fun watching them, um, and considering like I'm the old guy of the staff, so yeah. it's kind of like I don't know how to put that into words, but it's kind of cool watching them. Uh, go about their business and seeing how much they've matured since they've been here and how much better they've gotten and and I th- we, we got a really good pitching staff this year so really uh, really pleased with how it's going we've talked about your experiences carter and uh you know aac pitcher of the year last year at coming off some struggles early in your career like a lot of guys but you you've gone through it yourself so what has been that jump what what has trey savage done to make that leap from uh, last year to this year in your opinion well last year um out of the pen he kind of relied on on really two pitches you know fastball curveball and uh you know this offseason he he's been working on you know expanding his arsenal um and now he's throwing you know four quality pitches for strikes and obviously you know he throws hard but it's it's more so he's got four pitches for a strike and he's really really competitive and uh you know doesn't let hitters beat him he beats hitters i will talk to josh Gross later but i heard him with coach o yesterday after the game i remember against i think georgetown he said he only had to use two pitches they were working he just stuck with them yesterday he said he went with four he said everything but his slider was really working how about you carter how many do you got how many uh do you rely on and and how about specifically saturday what were you throwing uh so i got i got four pitches and uh it's kind of interesting so my arsenal at the beginning of the year is not the same as it is now me and uh me and AK have been kind of fine-tuning and tweaking some things, trying to get more swings and misses. Um, and I guess Saturday, you know, they have a lot of lefties in their lineup, so we, we relied a lot on change-ups and, uh, and cutters to kind of separate the plate. You know, you go cutters in, get on their hands, and then change-ups away if they're off balance. So that was kind of the, the, uh, the game plan. And uh, sounds like it worked yeah. for you guys. Great stuff. And then you've got uh, Garrett going midweek with, with the relievers. And midweeks usually uh, are looked at as, all right, give me two or three innings here, and we're going to work the bullpen. Garrett's gone, I think, five-plus the last two midweeks. That's huge for you guys, right? Absolutely, yeah. And it's kind of giving our uh, our bullpen a little bit extra rest, so they're fresher for uh, – for weekends and whatnot but uh but you know it's been huge having uh, him step up and go you know five six innings for the past two weeks one thing about this team as a whole we've seen it with the two-way you and and everybody that cliff can sub in in the lineup or in the field but pitching wise as well right now and you were and garrett were out of the bullpen a lot last year mayhew didn't know if he was a starter reliever whatever yeah. i mean so many different roles now you've got so many go-to guys you can count on out of the bullpen and Wide Lunsford Shankman uh, has been a guy that uh, has been good. You've got Jaden Winter who hasn't allowed a run uh, so far this year. We know what Brock can do. We know what Young Root can do. Jake Hunter, as we said, mm-hmm. coming on uh, uh, during the break is really coming on. Like you guys have just a bevy of weapons there. Yeah, it's uh, definitely the most talented and, and deep pitching staff we've ever had since I've been here, and and uh, it's cool watching it. Like actually you know go out there and happen right because we talk about it all the time but it doesn't always end up that way um for whatever reason but this year it's it's really cool seeing guys step up and take advantage of their opportunities and go out there and shove it has been fantastic to uh watch this season so far uh, carter spivey joining us and really you look back to to that duke game i think we talked to you last time just uh 
a lot of walks in that game, kind of sloppy. Since then, you you guys have given your team a chance to win for the most part. It seems like, and again, I said it with Garrett, but it's very simple. Uh, keep the walks under control. You're going to win or either have a chance to win at the end of the game. Absolutely. There's a uh, interesting correlation between the amount of walks or hit by pitches given up to, to runs allowed. Um, so, you know, typically it's, it's a one-to-one ratio. You walk four guys, you're probably going to give up around four runs. Yeah. Um, so we kind of had a, a little come-to-Jesus meeting after the Duke game, and as a pitching staff, we're uh, holding ourselves to a, a high standard of not allowing more than four walks a game. Carter Spivey joining us. Uh, was at the friendly confines, winning a series, sweeping a series this weekend. Back at a minor league park. You guys are like minor league ball players now <laughs> with all these minor league parks. You'll be heading to Fayetteville. Have you ever been to that ballpark? I have not, actually. Yeah. Chandler uh, has been. He'll be there this Wednesday. Said it was very nice. And mm. uh, another thing I noted last hour, you guys leave Clark LeClaire. All right, let's get the road warrior mentality going. And then you walk into a stadium and it's like all ECU fans. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the best. <laughs> even your true road game at North Carolina yep. was the ECU fans there. Yep, so, like, uh, I guess you can experience that again on Wednesday. And hey, it doesn't change the outcome, probably, but does give you guys a little pep, I would imagine. Absolutely. It's best fan base in college baseball. Yes, sir. I'll die by that. And uh, another a big one against Campbell. You uh, you owe those guys one, right? We do. We do. They got us last time. Got to get, gotta get them this time. And, uh, gosh, how many times have you played against Campbell in your career now, Carter? I mean, they're on the schedule at least what, twice every year. So. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Because I think COVID, we only played them once. So this is probably the ninth time I've played them. Yeah. And uh, they are a thorn in the side. But not just that. you got to give them respect. They're a top 25 team. Oh, they're, they're a very talented ball club. And yeah. uh, they got good pitching. they got good hitters. It's going to be a really good game. George Mason coming up this weekend. And finally getting closer and closer, uh, Carter, to the conference schedule where you'll be playing conference opponents. And... One of the most of all the mind blowing stats for ECU this this run that you guys have been on making uh, regionals, super regionals, all that is the record in conference play. And I, I mean, you're beating some pretty good teams, but just the way you're doing it is phenomenal. And I know you you know that's looking ahead, but another conference season coming up. You guys have been so good in conference ball. Yeah, I mean, it just comes down to to showing up to the ballpark every day, ready to play, knowing that we're going to get every team's best shot. You know, with with how we performed the last four or five years, uh, you know every team's gunning for us. They want yep. to take over our spot, so we got to be able to uh, to show up and and know that every team's going to be gunning for us, and we got to be able to to play our best brand of baseball. Clip Rock here alongside Carter Spivey, Shirley Rhodes, uh, Chandler got Randolph in YouTube saying good afternoon to us and says hit those likes, folks. Yeah, we got twenty eight more people viewing on YouTube than we have likes. So. If you liked or enjoyed what Carter Spivey did on Saturday, hit the thumb. I mean, it's as simple as that. I'm not asking you to do much. Just just click it. Just do it for me. Do it for Carter, man. <laughs> do, you, is it, do you got something against Carter Spivey? I mean, no. I, do it for him. Uh, World Baseball Classic going on, Carter. And I got to mm-hmm. be honest, I've been in college basketball hibernation the last four sure. days yeah. only watching college basketball can't blame you so i have not uh followed this much i know that trey turner hit a monster grand slam the other night mm-hmm. I, I trey turner's a great player i liked having him uh in my mlb the show online league a couple years ago sure. but every team he's played for i hate it so i have to hate trey turner <laughs> it started with state yep it went to the nats dodgers and now 
Phillies. Phillies, yeah. I, I hate all those teams. So sorry, Trey Turner. Great guy. Great ball player. Thank you for doing that for America, but Absolutely. I still have to hate you, unfortunately. So once the WBC's over, you're going back to hate. <laughs> I, I got America. to. I, I mean, uh, I'm forced to. After unfortunately, all done. <laughs> after all, yeah. That's how I treat the he- American heroes. But uh, yeah, that's, that's how it is. I mean. I would, uh, I'd root for Cuba over the Philadelphia Phillies. I can tell you that. Um, so USA is in the championship. They will play either Mexico or Japan coming up Tuesday night. I do plan to watch that one. Have you checked out any of this? Uh, you know, a little bit. I've been following the uh, Team USA stuff, obviously. But uh, I mean, that, how about that lineup? That's crazy. Yeah, you, know, you get uh, Betts, Trout, Goldschmidt, Arenado. I mean, that's that's ridiculous how how talented that lineup is, but. It just looks like they're having fun, a lot of passion for the game, so I love I love watching that. All the way down to Cedric Mullins, who I do like, North Carolina guy playing for the Orioles, who hit a home run last night. And one of my favorite sports highlights ever is Adam Jones robbing the home oh, run. Yeah, yeah. That is uh, that, that is really pretty cool. awesome. I was watching that live, actually. Oh, wow. That was, that was really cool. Yeah. So uh, championship coming up on Fox Sports 1 Tuesday night in Miami. It'll be USA versus either Mexico or Japan. They play tonight seven o'clock on fs1 and i uh, wonder the availability of uh otani in that one for japan if he'll be on the mound or just in the line i wonder if they're saving him for uh could be for the championship could be there. that would be fun uh speaking of uh baseball saw burley had a big one the other day hitting fifth in the lineup for the cardinals had four balls that had over 100 miles per hour exit velocity so he was uh he's getting it done and uh it's really cool to see absolutely former pirate played with that guy yeah (laughs) hey i know that guy i'm friends with that guy yeah you could say that a lot of a lot of great pirates in fact i saw uh bryce Harmon a little before your time carter but former ecu first baseman Mm -hmm. who was uh speaking of the phillies and i didn't tell bryce that i hated him yesterday it was good to see him and talk to him (laughs) but he was scouting for the phillies yesterday said he was eyeballing the center fielder for missouri state who had a good series and also obviously josh grows and a bunch of pirates as well so uh you always got eyeballs on you Absolutely. out there all time so that's yeah. what happens when you play for ecu <laughs> yeah that's true listen to that kids you want eyeballs on you come here and play baseball all right let's uh we got a little time to get to some viewer questions so uh didn't ask this one to garrett jansen asked and we just had a huge upset in the tournament fairly dickinson over purdue mm-hmm. but how about in all sports carter what is the greatest upset in sports history what comes to mind for you Oh, it's got to be the miracle on ice, right? USA yeah. over Russia in hockey. Do you believe in miracles? Yes. The call from Al Michaels. I feel, I feel like that's that's got to be the uh, the first the first answer, right? First thing I thought of as well, uh, the miracle on ice, which uh, we were not here for, but it happened. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see. Good question from Gay Stallings. What is your favorite home-cooked meal? Ooh. I mean, you can't go wrong with steak mashed potatoes and some sort of veggie classic american what sort of veggie are you going with there um so you got what'd you say steak potatoes and then another just you uh, going with a green uh could do green beans asparagus uh zucchini squash i don't know squash I used to eat a lot of squash my grandma's back in the day how do you like your chicken cooked fried baked or grilled grilled all right i guess uh that explains the shape you're in the shape i'm in uh android or iphone iphone okay uh this is a reference to will ferrell playing harry carey on saturday night live in the okay. 90s if you were a hot dog and you were starving would you eat yourself 
I mean, I guess so, right? If you're, I mean, if that's the only you have no other option, yeah, might as well, right? Yeah, I guess where, well, where would you start? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's an impossible question. Maybe take know. off a pinky, I guess, <laughs> like a little uh, something I don't really need cocktail weenie type thing. All right, uh, let's see some questions from last week. I got to ask Groves about that. Chris Cunningham says, "Why does Groves' flat grill always look like this?" Which Garrett said it's a lot cleaner than that. We'll ask Josh Groves. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a good question for him. That is a dirty grill. Yeah. Um, that was last week when we, Boneyard Banner was giving advice to players. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. A lot of that going on. Any um, good uh, fan advice you've heard this year that you've honest, Honestly, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you got any tips uh, for Carter? Let him know. <laughs> yeah, let me hear him. <laughs> Glad to hear him. Uh, let's see. Uh, what's the go-to song on your playlist at the moment? Ooh, uh probably it's got to be morgan wallen i guess uh anything from his new album or his previous album the uh the dangerous he seems to be hot there. with the youths absolutely i hear yeah. his name quite a bit you know who's a big morgan wallen fan big hoof, uh, hoof. Big yes hoof, yeah. because he said it last week and um i don't know how i even found this but he has a song about the 98 braves yeah and his new album yeah i looked at the uh the lyrics on that and was like wow okay maybe i should at least check out that one because i remember that season uh this one got some controversy going last week okay. best player all time in each of the big four pro sports i'm assuming so, that's baseball basketball football and hockey yeah are you a hockey guy uh i mean not really if not but, we'll just say uh, wayne gretzky. but i mean i i, I can see, yeah i mean wayne gretzky's <laughs> obviously up there uh, definitely goat there um let's see basketball probably go lebron okay um football uh we'll go brady yeah and then baseball, I mean, there's so many there's so many choices. Are we going with Roids or no? <laughs> That's a great question. I guess you Barry Bonds. Yeah, I mean, yeah, gonna, yeah. If, but if, if we're going without steroids, I mean, you can't can't argue Babe Ruth. But uh, also, I guess the sleeper would be Willie Mays. All right, sleeper pick. So there you go. You you've got to have the asterisk in those baseball conversations, unfortunately. Absolutely. So, um, but hey, we don't know Babe Ruth wasn't juicing back. That's then. fair. That's a very fair statement. <laughs> I, the pictures I've seen did not look like <laughs> yeah, a juicer. I would I would assume that he was not. Um, but you never know. Never know. I I never saw a test one way or the other. All right, uh, Campbell coming up midweek, and then George Mason uh, coming to town and. You guys will get the scouting reports on them uh, later in the week, right? Yep. You guys don't. I, I still find it fascinating that you guys don't know much about the opponent like three days out, but that's mm-hmm. the way it is. Yeah, we're just kind of focusing on what we're doing. Yeah, you know? and then we'll, we'll learn what we need to learn when uh, or when the time comes. So, how much? It was interesting to hear you say that your your pitches, what you were kind of going with to start the year, is not the same as it is now. How much tinkering? Like, do you do during a season with that stuff? With I don't know anything with your your wind up or anything like that. Uh, mechanically, no. But uh, you know, obviously, with pitching, like the actual pitches themselves, like they can look great in a bullpen. But if they don't really work in game, then um, you know you can kind of mess around with some different stuff to figure out what works. And that's kind of what what happened here. As uh, you know, we looked at some of the analytics and the numbers and stuff and obviously just off the game performance and realized that probably a couple of changes needed to be made to to get better and 
you know we worked on it for a couple weeks and obviously you see the last two weeks have been a lot better so i'll uh, just keep uh keep grinding in that aspect and i uh, i tell you man i still feel a noticeable difference in the pace of play and uh, pitchers you probably like it the way it is mm-hmm. now but i, I kind of ask you this every week any uh, do you feel any different up there with the pitch clock all that stuff or Honestly, like it dislike it no, i mean I, I love it yeah. i think it's really good for for pace of play and i mean we're getting games done and I mean, three hours or yeah. less, which is really cool. But I also like it because it's it makes the hitters uncomfortable. I feel like because we're we're rushing and we're we're going, we're going, we're going, and they kind of got to keep up. So I'm a big fan of it. Even like announcing the batter, like uh, I feel like everything is just sped up. Yeah, like absolutely. so, it's uh, it's definitely good for the pitchers and uh, the way you see you hit this weekend. Maybe good for us uh, as well. Absolutely. All right, Carter. Thanks for hanging out, man. Enjoyed yep. it. Uh, good thanks luck, and we'll talk me. to you again in a couple weeks. Sounds good. All right, Carter Spivey, East Carolina starter, joining us on the Delcor Players Lounge. If you need help with your heating, cooling, plumbing, whatever you need, you can call 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com. The service professionals will take care of you. We'll take a timeout, come back. More to go. Brian Bailey joins us when we return. We'll talk about his trip to Austin over the weekend. Back with you after this. listening to hour two of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties are you curious about the current real estate market or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with Remax and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has the answers. Call Scott Harris today at 347-1857. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday spring football going on pro day coming up later on this month so uh a lot going on here as we get towards the end of march and of course you've got uh the march madness you've got ecu baseball uh we get a pirate softball and lacrosse update chandler and i started the lax chant the other night on uh, during the watch along so we'll do a little lax update for you as well all right uh, do we have bb we got bb on the pirate radio live line brian bailey joining us here today on pirate radio live uh brian how you doing man not too bad how are you i'm good how was the trip to austin texas for a little uh ecu women's basketball ncaa tournament action well i think it was exciting for for everyone involved i mean you know, it was the first time since 07 the pirates were in the tournament and i think they really enjoyed the the atmosphere there, you know, and I've always enjoyed covering teams in the NCAAs because the day before you have the practice day and each team goes on the floor uh, in front of the cameras and stuff, and then they have the press conferences and all that, and it, it's, you know, it's, it's kind of builds to the excitement. But I, I had a good time. I enjoyed it. and You know, I, I'm sure the ladies wish they had played a little better, but 
that was a big Texas team they were facing, and a team that, you know, Big 12 champions, and uh, they were really good. And like uh, Kim McNeil said afterwards, she said, we kind of, you know, figured out now what we what we have to get to. <laughs> you know, we've, we've got, a lot, we got a ways to go, but they had a great season. Yeah, oh, no doubt. Can't not taking anything away from the season they had and winning the tournament uh, in uh, in Texas in Fort Worth. Uh, but man, you, you mentioned Texas' size. They dominated the paint. They dominated the glass. And then the bad part is too, Bailey. They were one of the uh, sweetest shooting teams from outside I have seen on a court this year. They, if they weren't hitting inside, they were hitting their three pointers. Yeah, and they had a real you know real big home crowd behind them. And so they they had just about every advantage you could have, and and that's what happens when you're you know you're a four seed and you get to play a thirteen seed. But you know I thought I thought the Pirates hung with them in the first quarter. I think they were down eight I think at the end of one. But you know it, it, I, I thought they weathered the storm at first, but then after that it was just they were just really they would bang it inside and they would throw it outside, and the Pirates were getting pretty much one shot and it didn't go in. You know Texas would get the rebound and. Uh, they had some good players on that Texas team. No doubt about that. Brian Bailey joining us on the uh, Pirate Radio Live Line. Now back in Greenville, he hosted his second chance with the Sweet 16 earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. And a lot of folks need a second chance. Um, I'm in first place in the Pirate Radio bracket standings, Bailey. My right side of the bracket didn't need a second chance at all. The left side, uh, just like everybody, needs a second chance because we saw some wild results in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, and you know, it, it's funny because when you fill it out and, and, and you're trying to, you know, you know you can't go chalk because that never happens, even close. But you pick all these weird upsets and, you know, the ones that win the pools are the ones that pick the weird upsets that get them right. And the ones that don't win the pools pick the weird upsets that don't you know, materialize. But, uh, you know, that's, that's why... You know, CBS pays all that money for the tournament. I mean, they got some great games, some, you know, end of games that were just fun to watch. And, you know, it was just, uh, it's always just, you know, memorable to to watch the games. I I said this this afternoon on my show, but the Virginia game, I was on the plane going to Austin. As soon as we landed, I was hitting the button, refresh, refresh, refresh to see what the score was. And I saw the score and I thought, man, well, now that happened. (laughs) Then I was really sick after that. Uh, just unbelievable. I mean, uh, to, and that was a, uh, you know, weathered veteran senior that made that pass at the end of the game, right? Yeah. Played more ACC games, I think, than any player in the history. Wow. I mean, he, he was, and, and as I said, Kihei Clark made the, the, the best pass in Virginia basketball history. I think that was against Purdue when they were down two and they missed a free throw. Oh, yeah. And uh guy made the buzzer beater. Yeah. He hit it at the buzzer to tie it, and they went to overtime and won. And you know, without that play, they don't win a national championship. And then, you know, for that to happen to them the other day, but that was, you know, and, and it was one of many upsets. I mean, good gracious! Somebody check on Coach Steele because Purdue lost. <laughs> yeah, forget about Virginia. They're old news now. Purdue exactly. losing to a number one, uh, Fairleigh Dickinson taking them down, and Purdue has lost to uh, double-digit seeds in three straight tournaments, Bailey. I saw that. That's crazy. It is. It, it is wild. Fairleigh Dickinson had FAU on the ropes. And who knows what rosters are going to look like next year. I will point this out, though. They were talking about how FAU is uh, the youngest team left in the NCAA tournament. If they do stick together 
and the coach and players stay intact, that's going to be like a preseason top 25 team that we'll be seeing uh, in Minji's next year. Yeah, you're right. And and they, what are they, 30 and 3 or 31 and 3 now? Something like that. Yeah, even more than that. 32, 33 and 3 at this point, probably. There you go. Yeah. With their win. So, uh, man, I'm going to set up a fun Thursday and Friday. The West is phenomenal. Those games on Thursday, I can't wait for those matchups. I love Arkansas. Had them beating Kansas, uh, and the way they fought back and won, they're finally clicking. They kind of underperformed all year. They take on another team I love, UConn, and how big and physical they are. That is going to be an absolute war coming up, 7-15 on CBS on Thursday. And then after that, I'm calling it more of a finesse war, but Gonzaga-UCLA, That's they've played some classics in the NCAA tournament. They play another one. Uh, excited about all the games, but if I if I only could watch those two, I'd be happy because those two games Thursday on CBS are going to be awesome. Yeah, and, and you know after that great you know weekend of sports with the you know the round of sixty four, the round of thirty two, but now you kind of settle in and you get an extra set of an extra TV in your room. You can watch you know both games at the same time. They stagger them a little bit, but uh, they'll be great games. You know as we whittle our way down to the final four. Saw somebody say, uh, I don't know the word, ironic, uh, crazy that Miami is holding the ACC banner not in college football like it was designed back when they joined the league, but in college basketball this year. And they were good. They won the the regular season, right? Uh, And now uh, are the uh, longest-lasting team in the NCAA tournament. The way the ACC set it up with Coastal and Atlantic, which that's going away now, I believe, starting next year in football, but they set it up so you could get – a Florida State Miami championship, and it never happened, Bailey. And now yeah. you got Miami, who's uh, holding the flag right now in basketball. And Jim Laranega, a former Virginia assistant, yeah. former assistant under Terry Holland, and uh, he did such a great job with that run that George Mason had that year. Remember that? That was that was incredible. And then now he's at Miami, and uh, he's he's had some good teams down there too. And I, I like Laranega. I like his interviews. You could tell uh, the players love him down there, and. Uh, they got some awesome guards, Isaiah Wong and uh, Pack leading the way for the Hurricane. So excited for that. Uh, coming up on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you can hear the action right here on Pirate Radio. Bailey, while you were traveling and returning home, East Carolina, a ho-home sweep over a really good offensive team in Missouri State. We're talking to the pitchers today on the Players' Lounge, Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey. Uh, talk to those guys. Josh Groh is going to join us coming up in about 20 minutes. Those pirate pitchers kept those uh, Missouri, those big bad bear bats quiet uh, this weekend. It was beautiful to see. It really was, and, and we had a chance. Uh, had a chance to watch Friday night's game. I was working on my story, so I was watching it then. Uh, we got back in town Sunday for the last three or four innings, I think, when we when we landed. And then Saturday, I got a chance to watch most of that game. So I had a chance to watch most of them all on ESPN Plus, and you got to love the pitching staff. I mean, talk about a 180 from last year. Last year, they go out and it's like, okay, you start, but, you know, we're not expecting a whole lot. And they get, you know, three outs, six outs maybe. And then the bullpen was coming in and cranking there, and they figure out a way to win the game. They win 20 in a row. Well, they won 10 of 11 so far. You know, this is their current streak is 10 of the last 11, I think. Uh, but, yeah, the, the starting pitching has just been phenomenal. And, and you said Missouri State has a good-hitting team. 
Um, so that that bodes well for the, the start of the conference season coming up in just a bit. I think it was a good line. I heard post game. I think it was uh, Missouri State came into town with 30 home runs on the year. They leave town with 30 home runs of the year. Uh, didn't have one yeah. this weekend. And you're right. Last year it was like, all right, uh, CJ Mayhew. Zach Agnos, even Ryder Giles, uh, get us some innings here, get us out of a jam. This year, a, a very traditional look for ECU baseball. Actually, you've got your Thursday, Friday, Saturday rotation, and then Garrett Saylor has worked himself into the midweek starter, and he's been going five innings midweek, Bailey. It's not your yeah. your uh, your Johnny Holstaff game. You've got a, a quality midweek guy, so uh, Cliff's got it going there with the pitchers. And that's one of the big keys, you know, when you play midweek games, and you're looking at your fourth or not even your fourth or fifth best pitcher because you got some of those guys in the mix as far as relievers go and that yeah. kind of thing. But to have somebody that you can count on to go out there and give you a quality start midweek, that's a that's a big deal. Pirates got uh, Campbell again in the minor league park in Fayetteville. Are you going to Fayetteville, Bailey? I don't think we'll be able to go. What is that, Wednesday night? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we'll be able to go. I think uh, we're planning on getting some highlights, though. We're working on that. Uh, behind the scenes, but uh, I don't think we'll be able to get down to Fayetteville for that one. George Mason coming up this weekend at Clark LeClaire Stadium Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Also, East Carolina uh, participating in spring football. We'll have some Mike Houston and player comments coming up later on in the show, Bailey, but uh, still a little football into the hoops and baseball mix. Yeah, and that's that makes this time of year so fun because you got football as well. and uh, It's a big spring for those guys, especially on offense. I mean, they got a lot of newcomers Led by Mason Garcia, they got to see, you know, if he's going to be the man, if, if if he can handle it, if he can do it, and I'm hoping he can. Uh, but they've got they've got a lot to work on, especially on the offensive side. And I hear and read that he just makes tremendous throws. I haven't seen him much with my own eyes, but just from a, a talent standpoint, uh, what he can do, his arm. We've seen him uh, impressed with his legs during games uh, for the few chances he's had to get out there. So he's got all the tools. Uh, can he put it all together? And who are the main weapons on offense right now? Jalen Johnson is, is kind of your standby receiver from last year's productivity, but also uh, Shane Calhoun at tight end. You know, and who's going to step up? Who, who's going to be the guy we don't know a lot about right now that steps steps up? You just got a ton of questions on that offensive side. Yeah, and then you're going to go through a, a situation with the transfer portal. You yeah. Guys- you know, that's going to be a fluid situation up until August. So, you got to keep your eye on that one as well. But they, they do. They yeah, this time last year, we didn't I don't, we didn't have Isaiah Winstead, did we? He was post-spring, I, I believe. Yeah. So. yeah. So, maybe they can pop in a couple like that. And uh, speaking of Isaiah Winstead, Pro Day uh, coming up soon as well. And we'll uh, see a lot of those guys back in town for ECU Football Pro Day. A lot going on. Great time of the sports year. Uh, anything else, Bailey, you guys are covering on uh, NCT? You know, <laughs> I got back to work today. I'm thinking, like, what we got this week? What's going on? My head was in Austin. So uh, <laughs> we're just trying to figure it out, trying to, to get baseball. And we got the basketball games coming up later on in the week. So CBS has. Uh, some of those games. We got uh, we got a late night Thursday night for the newscast, and Friday, uh, I think they're letting us off early on Friday night. So that's a good thing. All right, Brian Bailey in the wild. Uh, I left my head in Austin. Uh, if that's not a country song, it, it certainly could be one. I was trying to find uh, Blake Shelton has a song. If this is Austin, and uh, I was trying to find a shirt that said that to give to Bella, but I never could find it. <laughs> I'm sure she's disappointed in that. But she got to see him in concert, so all is well, right, Bailey? Yes, she did. Yes, she did. BB, thanks for joining us, man.
All right, man. Take care. There is Brian Bailey joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll make you a winner coming up in hour number three. Open up the booty bag. Also, Josh Groves will join us. Well, we still got some ECU football audio to get to as well. If you have a question for Josh Gross or uh, pitching advice, I'm sure he'd love to hear it. You can drop that on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, Shirley, Steve Hill was on one early in the show. So we'll do just kind of a quick warm up when we return. He's got a lot of sound effects he wants to hear. So get ready for that. All right. We'll be back with you to wrap up hour two of Pirate Radio Live after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner. Call them today at 919-291-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, here on a Monday. Players Lounge, Delcor rolling on as Josh Groves will join us coming up in hour three. If you got a question, you can drop it <coughs> on Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube. Excuse me. We Surely. Go on the call. <laughs> You'll be on the call. Chandler and I had fun saturday night here pulling for the pirates on our watch along thanks to wings over greenville for the late night grub uh try their new uh garlic parm chicken parm chicken parm chicken is a chicken tender parm, sandwiches yeah, chicken parm tender sandwiches it's a chicken strip uh, mozzarella cheese um marinara sauce and the it's basically like in a garlic toast yeah uh, bun. No, really good. Really, really good. Um, we were here. Shirley, where were you? <laughs> Studying the back of my eyelids. So that's what I figured. Chandler did get a little worried because he texted you and didn't get a reply. Yeah. But was, I was it like, was weird. Shirley is, um, a, I think, a pretty good sleeper. So I figured after a long day, you had, uh, did you have ECU softball? Yeah, I had um, uh, three games, games yeah. to do PA for uh, for ECU softball, so I didn't get done until probably sometime around the 6 o'clock hour, and I had a really bad headache. And uh, I came home, and I took some ibuprofen, and it was not taking the edge off. And usually when that happens, the only thing I can do is basically sleep it off. So I was going to take a short nap and then get up and get ready to come out here to do the uh, watch along with you guys. And I laid down and I woke up at 2.30 Sunday morning. And when I rolled over and grabbed my phone to see what time it was, I also saw 
Chandler's text message, which was, I thought you were coming. Are you okay? And I ended up texting him back because I thought maybe he was still up. And so I texted him back. I was like, dude, I am really sorry. I literally laid down to take a quick nap and just never woke back up. I think if you were here, you probably would have given the Pirates energy enough to score those two points that we needed. (laughs) Although, we got to talk about this too. Which, real quick, before I move on from softball, uh, Pirates softball goes 2-2 and over the weekend beat cleveland state and presbyterian lost two to ohio state for uh, here's a factoid for the 20 and 9 pirates uh they have not had a losing weekend all season that's awesome they've gone at least 500 every weekend do me a favor 20 and 9 on the year give me a wink all right there's a wink so uh if you were watching our live watch along uh we called our friend uh mark Oresco. mark <laughs> yeah mark mark okay mark yeah mark 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 is his name he um lives right there on the north carolina virginia state line we asked him to place a live wager force up there in virginia uh for ecu plus 37 and a half and uh it was difficult couldn't get it in at first he then got it in for us i uh, got it in for me but then i look at my phone last night and see a text from chandler <laughs> And Chandler, <laughs> I did not find this as funny as you did because it did not help me at all. But uh, Mark, Mark, Mark actually put in Texas minus 37 and a half. Now, you claim this was an accident. Yes. I mean, that's what Mark said. I said, Mark, I said, what in the world? I said, where's the money that I should have lost? I said, wait a minute. Let me go to my history, Mark. And I went and I saw win. I was like, wait a minute. And then it said Texas minus 37 and a half. I said, Mark. No wonder I didn't get I, that cover the other night. I said, Mark. I said, dude, I said, you made a mistake. I said, there's bad news. Good news and bad news, Mark. He said, what is it? Give me the news. And I said, Mark, I said, bad news. You made a mistake. You put in the wrong bet that I wanted. Oh, no. I'm so sorry about that. And I said, good news. It was on the winning side of things. You accidentally put minus 37 and a half for Texas. You're welcome. You're, 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 what do you call me? Your, uh, your in-between fee just went up. You owe me more of a percentage now. So you got the win the other night and I took home two losses. Yes. (laughs) I went home so sick after an East Carolina loss and a betting loss. To be fair, I gave you a couple of losses. You gave me a loss, Tennessee. They did not cover against Louisiana. What was the other losses you gave me? Maybe that was it. Yeah. That that was it. Uh, Because you had Duke. I had Oral Roberts. You won that one. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, good for you. Uh, uh, Accidental win has got to be a good feeling. Yes, it is. How about people that had Gonzaga minus four last night and tcu hits that three with 0.6 seconds where they roll the ball all the way across half court 0.6 seconds left to go dude picks it up drains it to change uh a lot of money and some people are doing squares chandler we got a friend i don't want to say his name on the radio but let's call him billy strawberry all right you know what i'm talking about yeah Mm -hmm. 
Billy Strawberry is in a squares pool for the NCAA tournament. So every game is on the line, basically. His numbers are winning team has to end in a four, losing team ends in one. If that happens, he wins a square and wins a little cash. Cash. Last night, game's over, basically. Uh, Gonzaga hits the free throws to give them 84 uh tcu once again rolls the ball all the way all the way down the court picks it up beyond half court hits the three to give them 81 points your final 84 81 billy strawberry won a square on that shot wow that's why sports are great folks reasons like that special this is why we do what we do all right let's take a break we'll return hour three pirate radio live josh groves will join us inside the pirate radio studios if you have a question or comment, you can drop it on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Carolina Caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere. They have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth. And they will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you, Pirate Radio Live here on a Delcor Players Lounge Monday. Already talked to Carter Spivey and Garrett Saylor. Hour three, we talk to Josh Gross, who joins us here in the Pirate Radio studios. Josh, great performance yesterday. Sweep over Missouri State. Everything good? Your what? Yeah, everything's good. I got a uh, a little a small complaint. Okay. So I came out of my four-day college basketball hibernation uh to go out to the park yesterday only game i p8 all weekend and i was ready to see the chicken man himself josh grows throw another 10 strikeout performance i get to do the epic kfc read <laughs> and give everybody their free chicken leg only five strikeouts yesterday i say this jokingly i, I heard uh you and coach o after the game talking about the the light contact uh you forced yesterday how you were commanding the zone uh, and everything was working, but what a performance! Seven and two thirds. I know you wanted to get that eight. Yeah, uh, couldn't quite get there. One hundred and eight pitches thrown, but that was uh, they announced in the press box yesterday. Josh, your longest performance uh, in your ECU career. So seven and two thirds of work, uh, masterful yesterday. Just three hits. How'd you feel out there? I felt good. I felt really good, and uh, you know I think the soft contact and the, the low strikeouts helped my pitch count. But the walks obviously didn't help with the pitch count. But uh, if I went eight, I was pretty confident I was going to go back out for nine, just try and you know do a complete game. But uh, yeah, I was pretty, I was pretty, I wouldn't say upset, but kind of just bummed I couldn't 
finish out that eighth inning so five walks but two of those came in that eighth inning yeah. right yeah uh, to, and if you could have just got through that yeah uh might have could have gone the distance but so just three walks through seven innings that, that's a good number you'll live with that right yeah yeah uh all year the walks have been kind of high but obviously for me i guess three through seven would be really really good um but five is just actually ak was joking around when i came out of the game he came over and he said congratulations josh on tying your career high with walks so, thanks coach that, that really makes me happy always a little something there uh, to get better at so you, you go and this is stuff i think about i probably i guess i have a glass half empty sports perspective it's probably being a washington fan my entire life and the commander slash redskins mm-hmm. have hurt me so much right. but i'm thinking all right missouri state great offensive team bats have been cooled off friday and saturday like they're due they're due at least for a home run or something. Yeah. No. Like, you come out, you shut them down, too. Like, are you thinking about that at all? Like, where's this offense I've been hearing about? Because your pitchers held them down all weekend. Yeah, I don't I didn't. I wasn't really thinking about that, to be honest with you, because uh, we knew coming into the series that they had a really good offense. And they led the nation in home runs last year, or, or were a top-five team in home runs. Yeah. Or, and they've had a lot this year. And um, we knew that their, their uh, pitching staff was really good, too. But... I don't know. Trey set the tone pretty good on Friday, and and they didn't scratch really anything off of him. I don't think he gave a run. He might have gave up two runs. Actually, I, I can't remember. But Spivey did a great job yesterday, and so my game plan was just to follow the same plan that you know the, the pitching plan that Coach Knight's been putting in play, and uh, clearly it worked pretty well. Just a, a tremendous run pitching wise, and and we can go back to the Keith Leclerc Classic uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You go up 4-3 and then 2 in the game you pitched against Georgetown where uh, you had a great game. And then you go to, uh, you know, the the Liberty weekend, Mm -hmm. Mm 2-2-1, the offense for the other team scored. This weekend, 0-3-1. So just – and I kind of go back to that Duke game again where the walks got out of hand, hit by pitches. Like since then, you guys have pretty much pitched good enough to win every game to keep you in it until the end. Yeah, I think that uh, in that Duke game was really just one inning. I feel like that's the only really poor inning of pitching we've had um, as a as a staff. But uh, yeah, I mean every every game we played in, uh, we've played in a lot of one run games at least until you know we have that one inning when we kind of break it open. Yeah. But it seems like for most of the game, it's a two zero or three to one type of game, and uh, our pitching staff's been great, just keeping it there and letting our hitters. Um, you know, do the rest of the work. And you're in, I asked Carter about this, you're in a tight game pretty much, and then the Pirates do score six, three in the sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get one in the seventh, and, and by the time you're out, four more in the eighth just mm-hmm. for good measure. But So you're you're pitching in high-stress situations. It's a close game. How about if it, it gets out of hand or whatever? Like, Do you feel any different pitching in a eight-nothing game than you do a one-nothing game? You know what I'm saying? Um, earlier in my career, I would say I would. I would think that you kind of look at that as you kind of take the foot off the gas a little bit. But um, for me, I just I, I my mental cue is just to treat every inning like it's a tied game. And and uh, so whenever we put up the three and the six, I mean, I, I really I don't really pay attention a lot to the offense when I'm in the dugout because my mind's just focused on doing my job the next inning. I heard you after the game with Coach O yesterday. You said I think it was the Georgetown game. I go back to where you said 
really you only needed two of your pitches it was working if it ain't broke don't fix it you mm-hmm. were just going with that you said yesterday you were mixing more in i believe you said you wish your slider was a little more effective yeah. but outside of that you were you working everything yesterday yeah and i think i think that's because uh i mean coach Knight does a great job of of doing his scouting reports and they're a really good offensive team and and they're well coached so it's not like they're up there um we know with no plan so i think the more you know, whenever a situation comes where you, need to, where you need to throw a different pitch, it's good to have those other two in your back pocket. But um, all weekend, I mean, if you look at, like, the, the tendencies of, like, what Trey – like, last week Trey threw, like, 50 cutters in his outing, and he threw maybe 15 on Friday night. And I, I, I didn't throw really any curveballs <clears throat> or change-ups in, in the last two weeks, and I threw probably 20% of those uh, yesterday. So just good at mixing it up and, and not letting a certain team get a, you know, kind of – pick you out pick you apart easily and you get credit for that and you give austin knight credit for that as well uh with the scout how about carter spivey said his pitches he's throwing now are are different the the plan's a little different than it was going into the year Mm -hmm. how about for you have you kind of stuck with what you had going into the year have you changed anything at all uh the plan for me going into the the year and really going into last summer and in the fall was just just to continue to develop those other two pitches because i think i've always had a good fastball, a good slider, but uh, for me to be a good starting pitcher, the goal was to really develop that curveball and changeup. And the changeup um, has been doing a lot better, and uh, continuing just to work on those other two pitches. I think that you know my 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 pitches haven't changed, but my the my efficiency of them has gotten better. So from my little baseball understanding, the changeup is designed to look like it's a fastball coming, but coming at a different speed. Does it? Does it do anything? Uh, yeah. Different? So, well, my my changeup is actually pretty hard. A good, like, you, ideally, you want to have a changeup that's like eight to ten miles an hour slower than your fastball. But my changeup has always been more like a sinker because it's it's only like four miles an hour, five miles an hour off my fastball. But uh, what makes it good is that it has that good like kind of arm side down fade to it. Um, but you know, if if you throw a good changeup that's got a good speed differential, you can it can go straight and go and kind of fade off it. Uh, it kind of just depends on where you throw it. Josh Groves joining us. Got a lot of Josh Groves specific questions from listeners we'll get to in a moment. Uh, but got a couple here on YouTube. And I'll ask this one because I told you uh, I enjoyed your chat with Brian Bailey uh, from Logan's. You said you, you'll be out there again tonight for all you Josh Groves fans. Go check them out. Um, but you and Cliff were kind of joking around, I think, that night. Uh, but this question is, it says, Coach Godwin doesn't joke or laugh a lot in interviews. Does he do that stuff behind the scenes? He kind of has a dry, sarcastic sense of humor in interviews, which is funny in itself. So how about Cliff behind the scenes? I, he's very, very serious. Get your work done. We've seen his his sense of humor. How about him behind the scenes? I mean, what you see is what you get with him. I mean, he's uh, he's a pretty serious guy. I mean, and, and you know, he's he has his moments where he, he can take a little more sarcasm but uh i have learned the hard way that uh you got to pick and choose your moments with him and it seems like i choose the wrong moments every <laughs> single time but uh no he's uh he's a pretty serious guy but but you do see some flashes with him um you know of, of him mixing some jokes yeah. and some humor too when he comes in here i very rarely drop the first joke i make sure because i want to feel him out like is he ready to joke right, today right. or are we in a serious deal right so if he drops one i'm like all right well i can go with one if not i'll i'll stay straight laced the whole time you gotta know yeah yeah that's you gotta know your audience definitely a skill you gotta learn with him <laughs> that i'm still working on all right uh let's see uh, does the cold weather as of late affect guys' performance pitching or hitting more? 
How about for you personally? I don't mind it personally. I think that uh, you know when you're when you're moving and your body's hot, it's it's pretty hard to stay cold. And um, you know we do a good job of, of keeping your bodies warm in the dugout, and Womack does a good job of using all of his machines and whatever on you. So uh, I, I don't think uh, that it's it's affected anyone on our team or pitchers, but regardless, because we've got out there and dominated the last few weekends. So, yeah, and it. I guess this was like the first weekend it's been actually pretty cold. The last weekend was pretty cold, but it looks like it should be pretty warm this weekend. Uh, has Zach Womack's mustache affected his ability at all as a trainer? Uh, Is that thing, I saw a picture of it this weekend. Yeah. It's, it's even got curl. Yeah, he had a little curl to it. Uh, I don't know. I think I think he does a good job with the mustache. You know, He's a good uh, good marketer for the mustache march. He might win the actual competition if <laughs> yeah. he's in it. He's got a shot. He would have a shot. The way that thing's going. Uh, also, do you does the team pay attention to the rankings at all? Do you, can you use it as uh, motivation? or? You know, I don't think – I think everyone at this point uh, that's been in this program for a while knows that the rankings don't really matter until June when you're trying to see who's hosting and who's not hosting. And so – you know, I'm sure everyone on our team has, you know, knows knows what we are ranked, but I don't think it it's uh, it affects how we play or how we go about our business. I can tell you this, uh, Josh specifically doesn't pay attention to the team's record because he walked in here and said, "What's our record?" <laughs> so that's a good thing. Uh, I did show him, but uh, you just want to worry about the next day and the next team and the next opponent uh, for ECU. That'll be Campbell yeah. coming up on Wednesday. We'll talk more about that the week ahead and uh, get to your questions when we return. More with josh gross here on pirate radio live on a delcor players lounge monday if you need assistance with hvac plumbing needs you can call the service professionals at delcor delcorinc.com or give them a call 321-8868 more with josh gross when we return after this Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student-athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. Back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday. Just talking to Josh about the World Baseball Classic, which I have not been following, but I will be on tuesday night as usa will play the winner of japan and mexico in the championship on tuesday night seven o'clock down in miami you've been keeping an eye on that josh yeah i have i watched uh watched every game that we, they've played in uh as i mentioned earlier trey turner glad what he did for america but he plays for every team that i hate his entire <laughs> career uh including college so can't root for the guy but it is cool to see our best going at it and i saw somebody say that it kind of reinvigorated them and reminded them of what the all-star game used to be now it's more of an exhibition i think it's always kind of been an exhibition but they used to go harder uh, there's highlights of 
uh was it Pete rose taking a play a catcher out during the all-star game and things like that but this is a, a really neat event because you can tell the guys aren't there just to be there they want to win it yeah. for their country so it is pretty cool and i like seeing the uh the latin teams and how much energy and yeah. passion and yeah. that like different style of baseball than maybe the japanese players in america so it's a, it's a lot of fun i'll check it out uh tomorrow night on fs1 all right uh josh really buried the lead today if i did what he did earlier today i would have led with it but uh all right so first of all if you guys throw a shutout you get a reward yeah we what do. is that reward we get we get pitchers bp so we today uh was off day so after lift we took uh pitchers bp today so how many swings do you get uh you kind of eyeball it but usually we we say rounds of five but it's really like 10 okay and uh you kind of go until people behind you tell you to get out (laughs) all right they want to go (laughs) so roughly how many swings did you get today uh i probably took 30 swings today (laughs) and one of those uh are we talking jungle uh, yeah parking lot the trees in left field nice josh crow's going uh yammy today hit a dinger in uh pitcher's bp and uh you said there was a lot of balls flying out of the yard yeah yeah we had uh charlie hodges hit one shankman um danny beal uh jordan little i think uh landon ginn had one trey hit a ground rule double Hop over the fence, but uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of good swings today. Best, All right, when we got put our the bunch down the too, you know. Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, are we willing to say we have the best hitting pitching staff in America? Uh yeah, we can say that at least yep. in practice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, so how about this? So you go up, you you go, you get in the game, you get a hold of one, and you know it's gone. What are you doing immediately after that? Well, I would probably throw my bat as far as I could. Um, and then I would probably bear crawl around the bases. <laughs> all right, so you're getting ejected. Cliff yep. is suspending you for two weeks. Yeah, but it's all worth it's it. Totally worth it. I would actually, I'd probably retire. Just, just take the jersey yeah. off. Literally, hat tip the cap yeah. to the crowd. I would, say, I would done. touch home plate and just walk out of the stadium and drive home. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. Uh, that would be awesome. I hope I'm at that game. <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, one final time, Josh Gross as he makes his way through the parking lot with no shirt on. Uh, that would be fantastic. All right, so, uh, yeah, that's cool. Is that the only reward? Is that So what other incentives? Like, do you guys get other cool stuff for performing well? Uh, we get off day on Monday. All right. That's always good. You always take that. Speaking of which, you guys have been playing a lot on Tuesday. No uh, Tuesday game tomorrow. So Carter Spivey said – Hopefully a nice, clean, swift practice. Is that uh, the plan for Tuesday? Yeah, probably uh, probably just a regular practice tomorrow, nothing crazy, and then uh, we'll get ready for Campbell on Wednesday. What about you uh, personally? How many tosses you throw, and what are you doing tomorrow, two uh, days after So I threw. I played light catch today, and then I won't I won't touch a baseball tomorrow. I'll lift, and then um, I'll, play, I'll play catch again on Wednesday, and then I'll throw a bullpen Thursday. You know uh, things can change being a part of this program as far as the rotation, heck, the batting order, the line, like everything. Uh, mm-hmm. Cliff can can change it on the drop of a dime. But right now, your savage Spivey Gross has been dominant on the weekends. You've settled into those roles. Are you enjoying that, kind of knowing when your name and number is going to be called? Yeah, I, I love it. I think um, everyone will tell you that when you can kind of 
plan out your week ahead of time and you're not kind of playing the guessing game, it just makes you feel way more prepared when you finally get to go out and perform because you feel like you've done everything you could that week and you weren't rushed. You felt like you did it, you know, you prepared every way you could. You practiced. You knew what it was going to look like and it wasn't like, you know, you go to bed. Last year, sometimes you would you would get get done with the Friday night game and then at 10 o'clock, coach would tell you you're starting the next day and you're like, well, I, you know, I haven't got off a mountain in two days. Like, that's, that's okay. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just nice knowing that you have every, as much time as you need to get ready. All right, let's get to some uh, viewer-listener questions. And this one, Tyler says, I thought I saw Gross talking through a pitch on the ESPN Plus broadcast. Does he normally do this? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to look crazy out there, but I do talk to myself pretty much every single pitch. <laughs> like mid-pitch? Like right before I throw it. Yeah. Well, like seen max scherzer do that that guy's an absolute yeah that guy freak. takes to a different level <laughs> so uh just i don't know calming yourself giving yourself advice just chatting yeah it up. yeah just just having a conversation you know all right uh like schizophrenia it. out there <laughs> i'll pay more attention to that <laughs> next uh weekend uh let's see what is the greatest upset in sports history it's a tough one but um probably when the average joes beat globo gym <laughs> okay that was a bold strategy, Cotton. We'll yeah. see if it pays off, and it did. It did. All right. Um, favorite movie? I feel like we've asked these, but we'll do it again. Uh, oh, yeah. You're a comedy guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. You weren't Blades of Glory, were you? That was my favorite sports movie. Okay, yeah. yeah. All right, non-sports <clears throat> movie. Um, I don't know. I mean, Old School's pretty good. Step Brothers is great. All the hangovers are unreal. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, all right. those are all those are all pretty solid. We see the genre that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. How about TV series? What's your favorite? Um, there is a show on Amazon Prime called The Terminal List. That was pretty good. It was like only one season. It's pretty new. Um, say, I'm sorry. What the, was that? The Terminal List. Okay, I don't think I've seen. It's that. got Chris Pratt. He's like a Navy SEAL, and he tries to. Well, I don't want to ruin it, but it's, right. it's a good series. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't really have a favorite TV. So I like to watch a lot of TV. I mean, Family Guy is good to just flip on. Yeah. Do you like um, like those thirty minute comedies? Uh, Office, Community. Yeah, Parks those, are, and those Rec. are funny. Yeah. Just throw one of them on. But the, like those are the ones you just you just find on TV and you like every episode you can watch. It's not like you got to watch them in order or anything yeah. like that. Um, Adam says, with you having a bigger role this season, are you having more fun out there, or is it similar feeling to previous seasons? um i'd say it's pretty similar i mean you, you have you, i feel like i contribute more to our team than um because you have more opportunities but uh i'd say that's i have a lot of fun johnny says josh did not receive any third strike favors from behind the plate <laughs> but still remained focused what's your secret uh <laughs> well if you act like you're upset then cliff <laughs> rightfully takes you out of the baseball game so not getting frustrated not showing any bad body language and uh you know just making a better pitch not leaving it up to the umpire i guess did you see the clip of the umpire ringing up the kid for the final strike of the game that i was did not low. so guy complains about the strike two call very demonstrative kind of jumps up I, 
you can't do that shouldn't do that next pitch in the other side of the batter's box in the dirt ump rings him up just because he showed him up. oh oh you mean i thought you meant our game you no, mean, no 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 yeah. yeah i did see that yeah i did see that i did yeah i, I mean yeah, that's, yeah that's you bad. can't show up an ump but dude yeah but <laughs> that's that's all on the ump he should get fired for that i believe he did or at least suspended so yeah all right um interesting question earlier from craig what charity is most important to you and why if you uh make a lot of money in your professional career one way or the other whatever it is what charity would you donate to uh well the only really charity that i've ever been around is the semper fi fund and they're a nonprofit through the marine corps and um they just do a lot of work for for families independence and uh scholarship funds and, and that kind of stuff like that great all right good answer um let's see what else we got we had a lot of josh growth so this is going back to last week this was a question for this is from chris cunningham question for josh <laughs> moylan why does josh gross's flat grill always look like this now garrett sailor said earlier this is inaccurate your grill stays relatively clean oh yeah yeah that is very inaccurate okay so my, you keep my a grill clean grill? spotless yes yeah. spotless he says all right. I, would, I, could, I would lick my grill. And it, would, it would be amazing. <laughs> I heard some salmon went on that grill yeah, recently. What, what's your favorite thing to grill? Uh, I don't know, probably steaks, yeah. ribeye. Can't but yeah, that. salmon's really good on there. Chicken's good. Uh, me and Sailor grill out a lot. We grill out probably once, at least once a week. Another question from Chris, who I'm assuming has some relation to that's Carter. Car, that's Carter's dad. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he says, what's going on with Josh here in that photo? Uh... Well, we just walked off. Starling just walked off on yeah. Saturday, and uh, clearly really excited. Yeah. So. <laughs> pumped up. Yeah, ready to go. Uh, another walk off for the. I mean, when you're down by one in the ninth, do you just go ahead and grab the Gatorade bottle? Like we're about to walk. Like well, whenever that's actually funny you say that because whenever we got the first two guys on and no outs, I went and over and, and grabbed a water bottle. <laughs> I filled it up all the way first and then grabbed it and I'm just holding it. Yeah, to some that would be a jinx for this team. No, I mean yeah. they're gonna do it. They're gonna get the win. How do you like your chicken, Josh? Fried, baked, or grilled? I like it grilled. All right. Uh, Gay Stallings asked, what's your favorite home-cooked meal? Mm. Which you're doing a lot of home-cooking now, but how about yeah. like when you're with your folks or growing uh, up? I don't know. My dad and my, my both my parents cooked basically every meal growing up. But I like salmon. My dad has a good salmon on the grill. He does a good, uh, um, a good, good steak. Mom makes good lasagna. Mm, I don't, I have, lasagna. I don't have one particular favorite. So I need to get into the um, more of a fish healthy eating. What, how do give me a good salmon recipe? Like, what do you do with your salmon? What do you um, put on? It? You usually put like a little bit of olive oil on it, and then uh, some salt and pepper, and some lemon juice, or I mean, you can put any kind of rub you, you, you want right. on salmon. What's the side you like with it? Like rice and and some broccoli or something like I'll that. I'll look into that. Need to do that. Android or iPhone? iPhone. Okay. Uh, if you were a hot dog and you were starving, would you eat yourself? How would you do that? Now, I guess there's a lot of questions about this scenario. Are you the bun too? Because isn't is that already a thing? If so, would you start there? I, mean, I feel like you already do eat yourself because you're in, you know, like you're in it. <laughs> now my brain's in a pretzel. I don't know if don't my know. brain That's was a pretzel. A, would you eat? I it? guess you would have to. Yeah, you're starving. Yeah. I mean, last resort. Go for it. What 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 would you eat first? 
If I was a hot dog? Or like me? <laughs> All right. If I was starving. You yourself oh, are okay. a hot dog. Okay. But you have the same body parts. Oh, what would you, you have like first? limbs. Okay. Yeah. Um, probably toes. So you can still have feet. And then you need you might need your hands at some point. So good answer. Yeah. All right. Good answer. Uh, what's your go-to song on your playlist? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I I I kind of just hit shuffle on the playlist. You're into comedic movies and TV shows. How about comedic music? Do you like Tenacious D or Lonely Island? Yeah, there's some Comed- uh, comedic music. You ever heard of Tenacious D? Jack Black's band. I've heard of Jack Black. Yeah, you should check out some oh, Tenacious D. Oh, you mean the, the show, the, the movie? Tenacious well, there was a movie and a I've show. Seen a movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a whole like they play real music. I like I like country music and uh, that's pretty much it. Well, I, I like some, I guess it's called EDM. Okay, those are always good, like in the locker room and stuff like that. All right, best pro player of all time in each of the big four pro sports. So first of all, are you a hockey guy at all? Uh, I like to watch hockey, but I don't really follow it. Like if it's on, uh, like like going to hockey games are fun, but I mean obviously I feel like Wayne Gretzky is the best. Yeah, gotta say him. Like Moylan went with Ovechkin just because he's a DMV I do guy. Like the caps. Yeah, yeah, Ovechkin will probably be up there too. Um, <clears throat> wait, so what are the big four? Baseball, football, basketball, and hockey. Hockey. Yep. Okay. Baseball. I feel like Mike Trout. He's he's probably gonna end up there. Um, football. Can Mike Trout do something in the postseason? That's going to be his yeah, thing. I don't like know. He's got to get there and win some postseason games. Wrong team for that. Yep. But, um, All right. Football and hoops. Football. Well, hoops, Michael Jordan. And then football. Um, I don't know. I mean, the greatest quarterback of all time is probably Tom Brady. Yeah. How about non QB? Um,. The greatest running back of all time is probably Emmitt Smith. Mm. I know. You're not, you're not a Cowboys fan. I'm not either. But no, but, and, and this, maybe I am biased, but, like, he ran behind the greatest O-line ever. Like, yeah. Barry Sanders, I feel like, did more than Emmitt Smith. But this is your decision. Why am I talking? <laughs> Emmitt Smith is his answer. Most touchdowns, most everything. Emmitt Smith. Um, Scott says barbecue or ham? How are those related? <laughs> I don't know. This is his question. <laughs> like, I mean, they're both pork. Which one are you taking? Ham. Like, I mean, like, like a ham sandwich or a barbecue plate of food? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not <laughs> Scott. You're uh, going ham? Yeah. All right. He's a ham man, just like Tony Collins. All right. There's, um, I think that's it for the. I'm a ham man. Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. All right, so uh, Josh Grows, coming up, you've got Campbell. You owe those guys one. Yep. Great team. They are a very good team. Top 20, top yep. 25 team. I think, they're, I think they're like 18th right now or something like that. George Mason coming up this weekend. You ever been to that park in Fayetteville? Nope, I've never been to it. All right. Another, I've never been to any of the minor league parks in North Carolina. Well, now you have. Yeah. <laughs> you are traveling to all of them just yeah. about. You're supposed to play a game in Granger Stadium a couple years ago. I, but I, we're playing never, one game at the Tide Stadium in Norfolk, which is like 20 minutes from my house. I've been there a few times. You just, are playing one? Yeah, we're playing ODU there. In, oh, nice. In May. All right, May cool. 6th, I think, or 8th. I could be wrong, but aren't y'all going to Charlotte and playing in the ballpark yeah, down in the there? Yeah, the Knights Stadium. In downtown? Yeah. Which, against I mean, Charlotte? That, against, now, that view from behind home plate of the yeah. skyline is just is beautiful. Is it sweet? Yeah. The, the minor league park we played Queens in was really cool. I thought that was a cool park. Yeah, you guys have had some cool uh, venues this mm-hmm. year so far, and still a couple to go. Josh, thanks for hanging out, man. Yeah, thanks for having Keep me. Keep up the awesome work. Josh Groves joining us here 
on Pirate Radio Live. Let's take a break. You want to do a giveaway now or after this segment, Shirley? Make the call, Coach. All right, the call has been made. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. All right, 317-1250. Shirley, what are we giving away today? How about a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville? Man, Wings Over Greenville hooked us up late Saturday night while we were watching ECU women take on Texas. Try the new chicken parm tender sandwiches. We tried some of those. They were phenomenal. You can get them at Wings Over Greenville. What call are you looking for, Shirley? 12. Caller 12, 317-1250. We're back with more after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Hooten, and Heath Nisbet. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank on Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. And congratulations to Brittany Gentry of Grimesland. Picked up a $15 gift card to Wings Over Greenville. If you're looking for wings to be delivered to your home, Wings Over has you covered with no third party needed. They have their own in-house delivery service. And be sure to try the all-new Tender Sandwiches by ordering ahead on the Wings Over mobile app. They are open till 3 a.m. on Fridays and Saturdays, so they have everything to cure those late-night munchies. Give them a call at 758-9464. Wings Over Greenville, they deliver. Now back to PR. Here's Clip. Sorry, Shirley, but Mike Patrick taking over for Clip Rock for a moment here. What was the name of the person that won the giveaway today? That would be Brittany Gentry. Brit, what is Brittany doing with her life? What is? I have an important question. Go ahead. What is Brittany doing with her life? Who? Brittany. Brittany who? Spears. Gentry. <laughs> Spears. Spears. We finally found out what Brittany is doing with her life. She's listening to Pirate Radio, calling in, being a winner on the booty bag to wing over room. Wow. Holy cow. Mike Patrick, one of the goats. Is he Jonathan still doing Williams. anything now? No, I don't. I hadn't heard Mike Patrick in a while. Is he, uh, he's still with us, correct? I think so. I was thinking he was dead, but that's Ron Franklin. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, he is 78 years old. Oh, wow. Holy cow. Went to George Washington, and he began uh, in 1982 at ESPN. Holy cow. I remember him as part of the three-man booth, uh, 87 to 05, he was there. Uh, as a the team on Sunday night football. So there you go. All right. We will now talk a little uh, football. We enjoyed our time on the Players' Lounge today with Garrett Saylor, Carter Spivey, and Josh Groves. Really enjoy 
watching them play and then being able to come talk to them on mondays next week we'll hear from hoove as well as josh moylan and jacob jenkins coward let's uh hear from mike houston now though as uh ecu spring football going on and he uh, talked to the media after saturday's practice here is coach houston obviously first live contact today uh first time in the stadium this spring so you know those two things add a little bit more uh to practice uh you know obviously you know pretty enthusiastic pretty enthusiastic out here um i think the guys have had a positive start to the spring uh, there's been some things we've done well. There's been some things that we need to improve on. But, uh, you know, that's, that's what spring practice is for. First day of pads in the stadium, was there how much sloppiness was there versus, like, good quality hitting? Yeah, a little of both. Yeah. Um, inside run was really, really good. I mean, it was it was intense, and it was uh, it was very physical. Um, and I told us what I was talking to him about at the end, you know, that drill is designed for there to be a free hitter on defense. You know, wh- whoever it is is dictated by the play. Um, you know, because you, know, you, you can say that guy would have made the tackle. You can say that guy would have broken the tackle. But you don't know until you put him in that situation. And so uh, that was a, a drill where it's highly competitive on the fronts. And then there is a free hitter versus a running back uh, to finish the play. And so you find out a lot about our running backs. You find out a lot about, uh, you know, our safeties and our linebackers. Can you touch on the running back that came over from Georgia Southern? Yeah, Gerald. Uh, I thought he has had a very positive first week. Um, you know, he's... He's kind of a little bit of a proven guy for, for you know, his career. And he's new here, but he's done some positive things down there. Uh, and I think he's came in, not said a whole lot, put his head down, worked really, really hard, positive attitude. I thought he did some really good things today. How was, uh, how was the quarterback play? Well, you saw the play there at the end of the end of the uh, team period right there. So, obviously, Mason is a, a very gifted athlete. Uh, I thought he had some incredible throws today. thought he, uh, you know, had a couple of good runs. Uh, I think he has uh, start, had a very positive start to spring practice. Um, I think Alex has had a very positive week this week also. Uh, Raheem, Raheem's going to be a really good player one day. Uh, he has great composure in the huddle. Uh, he doesn't get rattled out there, but he's a high school senior in a, in a college football practice, and, uh, and he's looked like that. So, But uh, certainly excited he's here, and uh, that's a kid that's going to get better every single day. Coach, that defense out there, the secondary really looks long right now. Yeah. They've had a lot of length and a lot of speed. How does that play out on the field? Well, you know, first, you look at our box, and we're returning a ton of experience uh, up front. Uh, and, you know, we're I think we're going to be pretty solid uh, in the box. Um, we did not uh, play the pass very well last year. Uh, we spent a lot of time in the offseason looking at why. Uh, some was uh, maybe some things that we were doing defensively. Um, you know, some was personnel. And so we have gotten a lot longer. Uh, I think that has, uh, you know, been, been a very positive uh, already so far this spring. Uh, you know, the passing lanes, uh, you know, were a lot more congested. Uh, we have a lot of length at corner, and uh, that's caused some problems uh, already for, you know, for our offense, you know, that they didn't have to, to you know, encounter last spring. So um, I think that's something that's going to help us overall. Did any position groups or individuals stand out as far as physicality today, you know, bringing it first and bats? Well, I think our defensive front is the one that stands out, and they should. You know, those kids, they all started as freshmen in 2020. Uh, you know, we brought in J.D. to add to that group last year, but, I mean, those those kids have been here playing for three years, and, uh, you know, they're a veteran group, and they're a tough, freaking hard-nosed group. So, uh, you know, that's, that's the bunch that's going to stand out here early in practice. 
you touched too on just obviously losing Latrell and Chris at the start of spring practice and kind of how you're you're handling that. I'm sure it wasn't ideal. No, it's not ideal timing. Uh, you know, it's it's part of it. You know, it's uh, you know we've had some success. Uh, we did some you know great things offensively last year in both the run game and the pass game. Um, the NFL's hiring cycle has uh, you know taken a lot of college coaches this year. And the trickle-down effect has uh, has caused you know the Power Fives to come in and, and grab two of our coaches. Um, you know, certainly wish them the best. Uh, my focus and concern is our players. Uh, you know, the positive thing is with the success of the program, we're attracting uh, very high-end candidates uh, for those jobs. So we're in the process of going through uh, preliminary uh, interviews right now, and uh, we'll have some more uh, serious interviews in the coming week. Uh, we do plan to hi- hire an outside receivers coach uh, probably fairly quickly. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's not ideal, but it's, uh, you know, something that we look forward to being a positive force because of who we're going to bring in. Mike Houston there. We will hear from Mason Garcia, Jalen Johnson, and others uh, later on in the week as we continue our spring football coverage. You can watch those videos right now, Facebook, uh, YouTube. Make sure you uh, check out. Now's a great time uh, to be on Pirate Radio TV and be subscribed because we have our baseball interviews uh, after home games and also our spring football coverage. So you can check it out right there, right now, and listen to it whenever you want to. All right, let's take our final break. We'll come back, get ready to wrap things up here on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. All right, it was a good day for the stock market today. The Dow opened, or closed rather, up 382 points at 32,244. The NASDAQ was up 45 at 11,675. And the S&P is up 34 at 3,951. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to the show. Here's Cliff. Man, we've gone on so long and had so many comments that now I can't go back to the top and see all of uh, Steve Hill's comments today. I wanted to do a um, soundboard test with Shirley Rhodes to wrap oh, up the show. Yeah, usually yeah, we yeah. do it at the top of the show. Well, usually it's this and then this yeah. and then two little butt it's cheeks. two little butt cheeks. I, yeah. yeah. Swinging then, dingers, maybe. Oh, yeah, swinging dingers. Swinging dingers. And then, you know, that one. All right. Yeah. That was I on think it. I caught, uh, you know. Put some ranch on it. Nice star man walk off this yeah, weekend. Put some then, ranch on it was up there. Oh, put some ranch on it. Okay. Yeah. Put some ranch on it. We got a little taco meat on my chest was up there. Oh, God. Where is that one? I had it. Oh, no. It disappeared. Where'd it go? Go to. You put it up there. Get it up right there. 
No. Got a little taco meat you on my chest. put it in the other day, I remember. Yeah, but I had to reboot the program, and I wonder if it Uh-oh. disappears. Steven is also calling for Go Gator. Oh, God. That's Go, an old Go one. Gator is somewhere over here. <laughs> Go Gator. Dang it. I Where need is to hear. it? I got to hear that Go before Gator. we leave. There it is, right here. Oh, yeah. Got to hear it before. Go Gator. Thank you. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Go Gator. <laughs> Corch Urban Urban Myers. All right. Go Gator. Go Gator. So, there you go. Thank you, uh, Steve. Hopefully you're still around to hear that at the end of today's show. All right, my coming God. up. Hey, my guy. Where, where's Dawson, my guy? I didn't see oh, Dawson. Dawson there, my guy. He usually goes clip, my guy. My guy. Uh, clip the bracket god. Uh, oh, oh Do you? not question the bracket god. <laughs> that was Glenn Griffin last year after he had a lead after uh, the first couple of rounds. I am in the lead currently by a wide margin. Congratulations. For now. Thank you, Chandler. Finally, you said it. What's um, that? What did you say? Congratulations. Oh. I'm only up 12 points on you. How about you do this? If you win that tiebreakers gift card, can you at least treat me to a meal? Sure, buddy. I'll get you. You can order off the kids' menu. Oh, no. What? It's better than nothing. Bankers <laughs> can't be choosers. <laughs> no, he did. I'll get you a. Uh, how about this? How about this? How about, how about this? it? I'll get you uh, something off the kids' menu. We'll get you a grilled cheese or something and a beer. All right, I'll take that. You'll be Anytime. the first person to get the kitty menu and a cold beer to go with it. I'll get you that. Some apple slices and a cold <laughs> brew. And a cold brew, huh? I'll take the mac and cheese with dinosaur chicken fingers and a cold beer. By the way, I just mentioned apple slices. For, uh, Free Beer Friday is back this week. Back, baby. Also coming up later this week, we'll talk to the voice of the Campbell Fighting Camels, Chris Haymeyer. Pete Medhurst, Navy football voice, going to join us as well because Pete is covering a lot of things right now, uh, including the NCAA tournament. Uh, We'll ask him about Navy without Ken Niamatololo, and uh, we'll do all that later this week. Uh, Talk to Bryce Harmon. He's going to join us coming up soon. Uh, Mike Schwartz next Tuesday. So uh, a lot of your favorite regulars and other guests will be appearing on Pirate Radio Live. We'll be back with you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, with an all-new show for Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt. I'm Cliff Brock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.